too sick, I'm too sick, I'm too sick, yeah, uh, ay, yeah, what, ay, ay, no, I be like, uh, watch your mouth, they ain't know how far I take it, they ain't know it's my house, everything I do is to invest, we wanna always get a top 10, but I top your 10, uh, but I top your bins, uh, but I top your M's, uh, but I top your limbs, uh, Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, we back, brand new episode of Black Talks of the Culture, of course it's your boy Chris J, got the boy Trust out here, and we got Cam on her, yo, in DC he's out here doing graphic arts type things cause, and doing projects, so that means y'all fucking with the boy, so keep putting money in his pocket, but I want him to be here. Either way, but put money in his pocket either way. So, shout out DC. Uh, but, we here. Another episode. If you watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. If you uh, listen to us, whatever platform you listen to us on, make sure you follow, subscribe if you haven't yet. Share, let the people know that you rock with us. Put us on. And make sure you copy some merch on utweakingmedia.net. And follow the Twitter page at the Black Otakus. So, let's get into it. We're what's cracking. Where we talk about what we've been watching, playing this past week. Uh, watching, like I said, previous episode, if you have not got the memo yet, we'll be on Black Otaku Reviews. Where Cam, will, Cam DC, and all of us are on here at random points. But <laughs> we signed out at random points as well. So, but either way, decent episode for you guys. You want to uh, check it out when Cam drops it uh, later in the week. So, but let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, what order you want to go this in? Don't really matter, uh, Cam. Uh, we'll start with. Hmm, trying to see maybe least to greatest. Um, starting with girlfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> I was hoping we'll go in this direction. I was really hoping we go in this direction. Uh, I know you gonna get your <laughs> your uh, takes off. But uh, this week's episode once again. And I think the in, in the group chat, the best way to ex- describe it. So I started a new job. I ain't going to tell y'all niggas where because it's a very prominent business. And I don't also don't need you niggas. Well, it's already, already said on know, another bro. podcast. It's, it's Shit, own, fuck it. I work at Amazon. Reviews, so I, literally, <laughs> I work at Amazon now uh, as a delivery truck driver. A car, uh, a, somebody's car just magically exploded out of nowhere. And... That was the best description of girlfriend, girlfriend that camp ever made. Saying, "Hey, this is literally episode three. I'm watching it." And then the funny thing is, I watched it later that night, and I was like, "I see what he means." But it, it, it's like a, a car on fire. You enjoy you it. You, you, go, you can't help but watch and just see, like, yo, how much worse can this get? <laughs> how much worse can this get? And this week's episode really, I'm like, yo, this is ass. But it's 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 an entertaining type of ass. It's enjoyable ass, bro. Exactly, and like sometimes we get those type of shows where you're like, "Why am I watching this?" But you're so enthused. I'm like, "What's going to happen next?" And how much worse this can get. So this week's episode, buddy, I keep forgetting his name, but he uh the only yeah, one I, don't I can know remember his name names. Either. Yeah, like only person that I remember by heart is Saki. Yeah. So, uh. But when she's on screen, it's always memorable. So, like, she keeps the energy up on the show. But, so, main character, 
he finally gets Saki to come back home. Ooh, off the bam. So, uh, and they have a they have another argument where she says, "I need you to tell me to do something," because she feels useless in a way. Because the other girl, she cooks, she cleans, she does chores, all this other fun stuff. And she has big boobs. And she has big boobs that she's very insecure about as well. So, classic harem situation, but my man embraces the harem. So, she comes back, she's like, tell me what to do. He says, I don't know. Be you, be yourself. I don't know. And I just want you here. (laughs) So, she knocks him out proceeds move on he's asleep they have him, her and the blue hair girl have dinner then they play the game together uh that was a very i feel like that scene was very hilarious especially because the girl sucks at video games and saki was just showing her what to do send her, she her off says, she said she put a thousand hours into that game and she still sucks mind you that the game is a mobile game as well it's like a mobile FPS uh, shooter game, and the blue hair chick was like, "I put a thousand hours into this game, and I kind of and like I'm not that good at it. Like, can you imagine? I did the math, and that's roughly about like, let me see, do some real time mathematics. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever say that I don't teach you anything. It's about 41, 42 if you want to round up days in a row, 24 hour period, no breaks in between. You mean to tell me? 24 hours, 24 hour, 41 day period. You still suck at a game. You have to reevaluate your life, and you have to play something else. I, it was some people in the comments saying that, like, oh, um, like, oh, but what if she enjoys it? It's like, bro, you enjoy a thousand hours of getting your ass kicked on a first person shooter game. You, you you do gotta evaluate life, but either way, that was a funny scene, especially the uh, friendly fire moment. Which was hilarious. Uh, so then, move on. I think they go to school. No, they find out that uh, one of their classmates potentially is a like a well-known YouTuber girl, gamer girl, or something. YouTuber, yeah, legend, MeTuber. Yeah, MeTuber. Sorry, they, we got to use the proper term. But and they go to school. I guess sh- this is where I zoned out. I ain't gonna lie, I zoned out. Because it's so dumb because they were saying that, like, the whole thing is that she was hiding, hiding. They found out that she went to the school because she had her school uniform in In the thumbnail thumbnail picture. But it's like, it's not like, you know, the whole VTuber movement where, like, it's Japanese women or women in general, men too, I guess, and, like, having, like, these 3D images. And it's like they kind of, like raise their voice or conceal their voice so it's like unless you unless they put their information out on the web you don't know in real life who that person is she only she has is she's walking around in a pandemic like she just has her mask on still has her eye color still has her hair color still speaks the same and she's showing her cleavage so it's like any horny high school boy would who recognize wants to her. Really, who wants to really know, like, who the fuck is this chick? They go be like, oh, she goes to my school. Easily. <laughs> Very easily. So, I zoned out around that point till like, they she was talking to him. She found out the secret of, like, oh, yeah, so this is what y'all got. Well, guess what? I want in, too. And the episode ends. I, 
I've seen lazier ways to put girls into harems, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's too, it's, it's, my man's got it too good. <laughs> like, the thing he, is, he, like, he, as a, as a, as a main character, he's like, how can I put this? He's like Kirito. And what I mean by this is Kirito is bland as hell, right? Unless we're talking about Sword Art of Online, a bridge Kirito. That's the GOAT. But regular OG anime Kirito is bland and boring and uninspiring. It's like you really have to convince yourself that, like, okay, I can see why these girls like you, I guess, because you have high level stats. But And you say they lie. <laughs> this guy literally just exists in girl. I, I'm telling y'all, I feel like the mangaka, just like with Rent a Girlfriend, is projecting. Nigga was never popular in high school, never got the chicks, and now I got multiple girlfriends. That's why I feel like the show is this projection of his past that he would have liked to experience, but he never got to. Pretty much. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, let's go move on from there. Uh, what do you want to do uh, next? Uh, Tokyo Revengers. Oh, alright. So, oh, I, I told you guys. This. I gotta explain this. Cause I'm, cause you read it. This was all new to me. I warned this you. Is, I warned you. New to, this was all new to me. So, this I was warned you. the backstory episode in which we find out why, um, the... I think his name is not it's not is it baji baji and kazatoro yeah yeah baji the dude with the tattoo why kazatoro is the guy with the tattoo no kazatoro is the guy with the tattoo but why kazatoro wants to kill mikey why he hates mikey so we start off with like a flashback of him going to the beach funny as hell scene because mikey was in the back chilling with his uh <laughs> lame Moped. ass bike but he didn't he didn't give a shit he was just like Hey, this 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 is my this is my ride. This, this he my, said, "This, this my is ride my ride because I know what specific bike I want." Yeah, exactly. And so, hey, I mean, when you walk around like you that nigga, bro, who cares what you got on? Um, but basically, they get stopped by um, this rival biker gang, and they chastise them. They attempt to go to Mikey's bike, and he's like, "Hey, listen, you touch my bike, I'm gonna fucking murder you." And uh, I, I believe Mikey would do that <laughs> so uh basically they they're on their way to the beach his bike uh runs out of gas so they play a game of rock paper scissors to decide who's go that telling y'all bro that nigga mikey different bro he really got all these people who are, i'm assuming are older than him bitchified so he's like we go play rock paper scissors and whoever loses go go fill my gas up so um Baji loses and he goes to fill the gas up but he gets stopped by the rival gang member uh and they start beating him up but you see that they're about to like trash mikey's bike um like by swinging a bat on it he defends it and he's like you're not gonna touch you know this is my commander's bike it's precious to him you're not gonna i i i fucks with it you know what i'm saying like he's he's it's honorable it's, it's loyalty so um mikey sees that like he follows him because oh, i forgot my son trunks uh and then like he sees what happened he now i i'm telling you with each episode i grow to like mikey's character more and more and i'm at this point he's the main character to me it's not takamichi takamichi is just there 
So he knocks the bike, he kicks his own bike down and he goes like, I'm gonna fuck you up because you hurt what's precious to me. And he's like, I don't care about this bike. I care about you, my, my men. And so beats the shit. They both beat the shit out of the rival gang member. Um, then we cut to a little later on um, where Baji and Kazutoro are trying to plan to get something for Mikey's birthday. Um, now this is when the amber juice starts to get taken into effect. So Baji, um, no, Kazutoro says, all right, there's this bike shop. Um, this is the bike model that Mikey wants uh, and let's steal it. Baji's like, no, you tweaking. Like, this isn't, you know, he's like, can you imagine Mikey riding on that bike though? And he's like, all right. So cuts tonight, they sneak into the shop. Now, after all, all of this, all the while this is happening, I'm thinking that we're still beh behind the 15 minute marker. As in, we haven't gotten to the actual half where I'm like, okay, damn, bro, what the fuck did Mikey do, bro, man? Cause y'all, Y'all hyped this up last week episode. Y'all ended this on a cliffhanger. What did he do to make you hate him, want to kill him so bad? Damn, there must be some fucked up shit. So they go into the bike house. They go into the bike storage. Unlock the bike. Um, Kazutora walks off. Baji is like, okay, let's get this bike out. Some dude comes in. He's like, hey, what the fuck is y'all doing? Why y'all trying to steal my bike? So... Baji's like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? He looks and he's like, he looks familiar. He's like, oh, you look familiar. Like, who are you? And then uh, Baji says a name. I forgot, it's like Shira, Sheena, Sheena something. It starts with an S. And then out of nowhere, Kazutoro comes with a, um, like a wrench or something. Knocks that nigga's like clean, pipe that nigga in the head. And he falls over and pretty much it's like, death on impact type instant death nigga and bleeding <laughs> Baji's like Kazutoro what the fuck did you do he's like that is Mikey's older brother this is his shop and the bike that we were about to rob is his bike that he, he was going to give Mikey for his birthday <laughs> and so Kazutoro is on he, he's like Baji is like oh shit what the fuck are we gonna do let's call the ambulance nothing happens Kazutoro is there lying on the ground and in some bootleg DC Joker birth backstory method he's like I, I did this for Mikey this is all for Mikey no it's not my fault I didn't kill him blah blah blah, blah. and then he goes like that's it I know what I have to do this is all Mikey's fault I have to kill Mikey and so the episode ends with them being arrested. Um, Mikey goes into the scene. He sees Baji. He's like, Baji, what the hell happened? What's going on? Baji is crying. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Kazutoro is mm -hmm. like, I got to kill Mikey. I got to kill Mikey. So Chris did warn me. Dog. Yo, Kazutoro is on par. I, I don't know who's worse, but he's on par with Takamichi as far as you are a garbage tier character. You mean to tell me <laughs> that you fucked up everything? Like Mikey is literally the most innocent person in this scenario. You fucked up. 
you didn't know your you didn't know your leader's brother you didn't know the fact that he owned a bicycle shop you didn't know anything but you was trying to be you was trying to be into this gang life so much that you wanted to rob and when everything fell through you was like fuck it fuck mikey i'm gonna kill this nigga join a rival gang in the future and now i want to kill you because he betrayed me i i still don't understand why he want to kill mikey mental and illness it's, it's literally it's, it's mental literally out of and here's the thing so my my theory is and don't spoil me chris because you might be at the part i think that and I'm not I'm, spoiling. I'm like I said. super far at this point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so like, I, this is just a theory on my point. I'm thinking that uh, Baji is joining um, Bahala's gang because he wants to save Kazutoro. Like he's not. He's putting on an act, but because they showcased in this episode that Baji has a certain loyalty to Mikey, kind of like not necessarily on par with Draken, but like. Cause he tried to defend his bike and shit like that. So I'm thinking that he's joining the Valhalla gang to kind of knock Kazutoro back into a sense of like, you fucked up. Mikey didn't do anything wrong. You know, let's crush Valhalla or something like that. Because if Kazutoro is actually legit, not Kazutoro, if Baji is legit joining Valhalla because he feels like, okay, I really want to kill Mikey too. Those two gotta go, bro. Like if I'm Mikey, they did. I'm killing them on sight. Like this shit is stupid. So yeah, I <laughs> that's it for me, bro. That shit was dumb. <laughs> yeah. So just for me seeing this part animated, I was just like, I'm really curious because in the manga, they it just kind of showed Kazutoro just like I might have to kill Mikey. It wasn't just like he just they they dramatized a lot more. Explaining that whole fucking episode, I still don't understand why he wants to kill Mikey. Bro. Mental illness <laughs> is my <laughs> only Daytra G. Daytra G. I thought the G. Nope. I still don't understand why he wants. This to is kill this him. is this is my theory, and just like I like, I don't know no killers. I don't know no killers. So as far as I know, I'm just going. This is my theory, and if you're a listener and you know some killers. Feel free to comment in the section or message us and be like, hey, tell me I'm wrong. But my idea is, oh, he caught a body. He couldn't take it or own up to responsibility. So in his mind, I have to kill the person who I did this for. I have for. to kill more to justify the fact that yeah, I Yeah, I have to kill more or kill the person who made me who I, because I, I killed for Mike. I did this for Mikey. I killed his brother. Mental, gee, mental illness. That's Gee, I get what you mean. It makes no sense. It's <laughs> much mental illness. It's like you kill. Of course, there's certain reasons people kill. Most, you know, a lot of people are sadistic. A lot of people don't have a care for human life. A lot of people kill off, of, you know, being threatened or afraid and things like. That. Most people kill from being afraid. That's like where most murder comes from. Is somebody killing, especially somebody first murder is being afraid or you know being afraid somebody going to kill them in the future, or you know some people ain't right in the head. This nigga don't have a motive to kill. The funny thing, Cam, you notice he had a smile on his face too. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if he's if they play him off like as a crazy character, that's cool. Hey, but then the fact know. is, is before his before his murder, they just play him off as like a tough dude. Yeah, like tough, they didn't show him as being like a sadistic, like, oh, I just want to kill everybody I come into contact with. It's literally he caught the body and it was immediately 
I gotta kill Mikey. Well, he probably saw he probably saw that body drop. He was like, "Shit, I wish I could do this to Mikey." <laughs> it wasn't even that. It's like he it's the moment he realized it was Mikey's brother. He was like, oh, "Yeah," he, he was Mikey like, too. he was literally on the ground going like, "It's not my fault. I didn't do this. It's not my fault. I didn't mean to do this." And then he's like, "It's Mikey's fault." Yeah, Mikey. Oh, this is why I did it. And then that now now I'm gonna kill Mikey. That's that's literally what happened. I guess it's kind of like he have his own like. Y'all, y'all talk about the other shit. It's, I'm about to get a headache from that shit. But he has his own like, you know, reason for revenge. My first body, my accidental body, is for because I want to grab a bite from Mikey or some shit like that. A hey, quick interjection: the baby ain't shit. Wow. Well, I know he ain't he shit. Rolling but... loud at the same time. He brought out Tory Lanez after that whole shit with Meg the Style and said, Man, "Hey, bro, don't bring out Tory." The imagine Meg the Stallion was one like two performances before him on the same stage. And, mm. Hey, they played that perfectly. Whoever uh whoever was the uh guys who Because they damn. did Meg, then T Pain did the baby. So I guess they put because it's weird the fuck that you just slot T Pain right between the middle of them. But I'm pretty sure that was a PR move to be like, yeah, keep these two niggas. Yeah. Away from each other possible. They've been doing that a lot lately because they've been at a lot of war shows. I know we're going to get right back to the anime shit, niggas. But yeah. even at the BET Awards a month ago, uh, I think there was a song that they were featured on together. But they can't. But no, it was a DJ Khaled song or something. I forgot. Meg came out, did her thing, ran off stage. Then the baby came out like immediately afterwards. So it was like. Yeah. She don't want no parts of that nigga. Last season of Martin type shit when you can't be on the same screen as each other. But before I go, like miniature clown, the Rolling Loud lineup is a bunch of bullshit, bro. Like the way this shit is structured is so stupid. For some apparent reason, Rod Wave is after, I don't even fucking know. Like Rod Wave is after T-Pain. And then after Rod Wave is Suicide Boys, then after that is Gucci. What type of lineup is that? Gucci. <laughs> like it's it's so weird. After the baby, it's Lil Uzi and Post Malone. All right, that's like damn, that bitch got some big tits. But like that's had that 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 that's had go. But like that other like you know put fucking the Suicide Boys and had Suicide Boys is a bunch of white niggas that make angry rap. I was about to say, who are the Suicide Boys? Yeah, I was about to say, who is the Suicide Boys? A bunch of white niggas that make angry rap. You don't have the Suicide Boys and then freaking Gucci Mane. Like, Gucci. You know, like, one, Ross was nowhere towards the end. Ross is before fucking, even before Meg. So it's like, my bad. I'm talking about anime. Some shit like that. I'm, I'm mad. I'm like, you don't disrespect Guwap, Big Zone 6, Gucci. Like, hey, man. Them artists is like, look, I want to be in and out sometimes, G. So don't, hey. It's a but, bag at, the, at that point. But yeah, so Tokyo Avengers, I enjoyed the episode, but also, once again, Kazutoro is just a dumbass. Amber Juice. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on from there. Uh, let's do Remake Our Life. I didn't watch it, so you can go ahead and talk about that, Cam. Okay, yeah, so this episode was uh, about the blonde hair chick. Uh, basically, they did this uh, movie, or not movie, this short film at uh, a beach scene. We didn't get to see the movie at all. So I, it's, 
I'll explain it later, but like everything that happens afterward kind of falls off for me because it's like I didn't see the original video, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. But essentially afterwards, they're doing the showing where they show all the short films in front of all the classes. Um, they get to their the main character's team and they're like, everybody kind of goes like, eh, that was I, right, that was decent, blah, 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 blah. And then the, the next film comes up and it's like masterful acting and blah, blah, blah. And then people are off going like, oh, wow, this is so good. That other film that we saw sucked and blah, 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 blah. It cuts to the blonde hair chick because, you know, she's feeling a certain type of way uh, because <laughs> because um, she uh, because she's the she was the main actress for the short film. And so the conflict of the episode is the the, the red hair chick. She is she gets mad at the blonde chick because they go to karaoke she starts singing and the blonde chick she has a like her voice is very she can project her voice very well um and the red hair chick basically you know you get the classic cat fight shit where red hair she's like oh my god you have so much talent and you're wasting it like do you want to be a singer or do you want to be an actress like you you know you're not doing are you only becoming an actress because you're afraid that you suck at singing um and that's why you don't want to pursue it uh blonde hair chick runs off and the red hair chick is like you can you can pull me out the team if you don't want me here anymore some you know drama bull slice of life drama bullshit but basically the main character this is funny because i keep forgetting that this episode this anime takes place in the past i keep thinking for some reason that it's in current era but basically the resolution to this episode is that he goes like Okay, when I was an adult, I used to do a lot of editing for songs. Um, and I had to do it by myself. And so basically, he takes her voice because she can project her voice very well, but she's tone deaf. And he basically audio mixes her voice. And then, show, and then he goes like, yeah, this is your voice. And I edited it. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, wow. That, yeah, now I can really become a good singer. <laughs> Dude, that man, like, that man created auto tune. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, he's like, yeah, um, this My is your boy. voice. And he's like, all I did was just change the tone a little bit, but it's still your voice. See, my man and then she's like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Like, I, I want to, you know, I'm going to start taking singing seriously. I'm going to pursue singing and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And basically at this point, because I'm the, he's kind of building a mini if you know if you pay attention to the episode he's been he's building a mini harem he already has blue hair chick and he already red has the red hair chick this episode like at the end she was like all right yeah i want this nigga dick type of um a activity <laughs> so shout out to the main character it was just kind of funny though but because the episode like she was saying that like you can't be both but it's like you can be both hell in today's society as long as you're famous Niggas will just want you to come on a movie regardless of if you can act or not. Pretty much. They do it with they do it with hella singers, professional athletes, you name it. As long as you famous and you got clout in the bag attached to your name, they're going to invite you to do some acting, whether you good or bad at it. So I was just like that makes the, your message makes no sense. But that was a remake our life. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh let's go with Duke and the Death Duke of Death and his maid. So I was watching that right before we recorded. Uh, another good episode. Man, I feel so sorry for him. Like I said, I feel sorry <laughs> for man. I really do. But 
Especially the beginning of the episode where she wasn't feeling good. He was like, yo, what's wrong with you? Yeah, he was like, I can't touch you, so I, I, what's going on? Like, she was He's, avoiding him. <laughs> exactly, but she was sick and all of that. Only though she was sick, she was had super speed. But, um, but yeah, so, like, that moment when he was just tweaking out, but it was like a genuine, like, I care about you. You're not doing the things you used to do. And this is an example of women at its finest. You could point out something's not right, and they're not going to be like, no, I'm okay. Until they be like, "Oh, you was right," or Something you uh, or or you weren't paying attention to me. <laughs> exactly, and God forbid you wasn't paying attention. So it's like, oh my God. So classic case of women 101. Uh, but he did the right thing. He genuinely made sure she was okay. Told her, "Hey, lay down, walk the bam." Then had a big snowfall. They play in the snow, snowball fight. Shout out to the fact that the snowballs don't kill. Because I was really concerned at that point, but it is what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, gee, like, good thing snow is the not like, like ah. <laughs> and then she just disintegrates. I'm like, in the show. It was a great show while I lasted. Now he's a murderer. Uh, anyway, so that was a nice little scene. Uh, in the midst of that, she lost her earring. He goes back out in a snowstorm. Goes to find her earring. He passes out. Some witch pops up, saves him. Witch name is Cuff. That's a random ass name. Uh, She's trying to get cuffed. Hey. So, uh, so of course, reason why my man uh, kills whoever is alive because he was cursed by a witch. This is interesting now. So, he's like, hey, yeah. can you help me? She's like, no, I can't. I don't know nothing about this curse. It is what it is. But they also give a little background of like how witches are treated in this world. In the sort, same in real life. Same in real life. Like, hey, burn them bitches. But um, so yeah, so little backstory given there. Cuff is a half human, half witch type situation, so she don't know where she belongs. It was some other nigga she was with. They got separated at some point. So yeah, so they have a conversation. They walk the bam. Uh, then he says something about. He says you must something. be you must be fond of him. Yeah, you and must be fond like, of the. She her walks friend. off in like an embarrassed way. Yeah, like, like she it. walked off, and this is the funny thing about like the three D anime shit is how, because they must use the same damn program, because it was like this on uh, this is Netflix anime that was decent I like, and they did the exact same sad walk animation. She just opened oh. the window <laughs> and just flew away, turned into a bat looking thing and flew away it was funny so then uh just ended it well about another scene happened shorty was in uh looking at the snowman and then dude walked up and then yeah she remembered that like she's he um she was getting bullied and then he came up and he was on defending her this is before he was cursed and he was like yeah you know don't mind my friends they're assholes you know what i'm saying you look very beautiful in the snow you look like a snow fairy um and then the episode ends um and he's like no she he notices that like when he walks up to her with the umbrella in the snow she has this look of disappointment and then he that's why i like him because he knows he ca- he catches up on the moments he's like she was disappointed because i didn't hold her in my arms type he's, of situation I was he's like, a realistic character in a sense of this is somebody who actually knows how to treat a woman he just can't do it he can't so, do it. <laughs> he's realistic in that aspect. And I respect him. I oh, respect yeah, him. 
so basically, yeah, he, he the episode ends with them going back into the mansion, and then the after credit scene. Basically, they're like um, back in like his library or study room or whatever, and then he says that like, "Oh, you look beautiful in the snow. You look just like a snow fairy." Like when he told them when, when they were yeah. kids, and then like she she laughs and the episode ends. So yeah, really good, really good episode. Again, I feel bad for man, G. Like. You, you openly love, it, love, love shorty. She openly loves you back, and you can't touch her physically, G. That's tough. I feel bad for man. It's like, I really do, do feel bad for man. The instant that curse is over, regardless of the location, bro. Do what you got to do, G. If you get imprisoned for indecency, <laughs> it's, it is what it is, G. Go crazy, G. She, she's a real day one. So, but yeah, so that was that. Uh, Sunny Boy, I watched it, but G. I had to rewind so many times because I got so confused. So Cam, this, I'm gonna let. I think you might <laughs> you might want to help me out. Yeah, here, yeah. So this was okay. This episode was what I kind of feared watching the first episode. This episode screamed. This episode screamed, and I, I called them. It's a terminology I use to describe when somebody tries to sound smart, but you're not. I called them uh, uh, theology Christians. For those who don't know what a theology Christian is, it's basically um, somebody who's forced to go to church all their life. They go to college, separated from their parents, so they no longer are forced to go to church. They attend one theology class, and now they know all there is to know about the world. This episode felt like that. It felt like you were trying too hard to be so philosophical everything that you were trying to portray fell flat to me like it was just so like a summary is basically they're in this new world um it's revolved around i forgot her name it's like mizuha or something like that oh because like i'm not gonna lie this is one of those animated like remember when we talked about attack on titan where uh everybody like has blonde hair and shit and they all look like armin this is one of those yes. animes that, like, aside from, like, the main character, um, Middle Eastern looks, folks, middle, like... Everybody looks alike. Everybody, and Starboy. Everybody looks and Star alike. Boy. And Starboy. Starboy is one of my favorite characters. I just like how he just talks shit. Uh, but basically, um, she... Her power, I guess, because they didn't say this in the first episode, but, like, through context clues, her power is that she can order anything she can order anything online and it instantly gets delivered to her uh but one of the students came into her castle because i guess she ordered a castle um that she lives in separate from everybody else they're all like living on the beach area so one of this the girl students comes in she steals some of her supplies and she walks off and then she's using like the lipstick in one of the scenes later and it catches on fire it's like blue flames and her tent burns down and so they're like why you know these fires are starting to happen all over the place like what is going on this is the part of the episode that i actually really do like them establishing the world's rules and stuff like that that's actually the most intriguing yeah that, that, that i was able to understand the, yeah. the other plot <laughs> yeah it's, it's so basically um what what ends up happening is that the main character sees that um the 
chick who can order anything. I'm gonna call her Mizuha. I don't know if that's her real name. So any, if, if there are any Sunny Boy stands, I apologize, but I, I'm just gonna call her Mizuha for now. Sees that Mizuha is standing in front of a tree and it's burning blue. It's, it's burning blue flame. So he tells everybody that like, I saw her do this, but then they all assume that the blue fires are her fault. Um, so basically they kind of start to chastise her. They go back into a backstory for her. So I guess some backstory that happened between her and the student council president, I'm assuming there was something to do with one of the teachers at their school. Now, I don't know if they're gonna go into detail of this, but I'm assuming they had some type of relationship because according to the backstory, at least what I established, she seems to have liked him in some capacity. Um, and as a result of that, I think something happened with the student council president in which he got him fired or something like that because he had a ring on in a backstory and she wears the same ring now. So something happened between that teacher and, and as a result of that, she's a very distrustful character. She's searching for, she has three cats. She's searching for one of her cats that goes missing. And that's when the students start to harass her because they think that the blue flames is tied to her. And then you get this nice little scene with uh, Middle Eastern folks. I actually like his character. Like he was kind of there in the first episode, but like I'm starting to like him more and more because he's like one of the characters that starts to get shit done. But apparently, I guess his power is that he could just create video game references because he hands um, the female main character a Tanuki block from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, 3. I noticed. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she, she punches the box and then she turns into a Tanuki suit and then it catches on blue flames. And basically, he establishes that this world's rule is fair trade. So you can't take anything from me without giving me something without me giving you or you giving me something fair in trade so they established that the blue flames were as a result of them taking stuff from mizuha without any fair compensation uh so main character finds her cat they deliver the cat and they also tell her hey listen you gotta speak you gotta speak up for yourself you gotta you know tell them that you didn't do this she tells everybody that like I the blue flames aren't my fault. But then she also says that like I made but the last night when I had ordered all the cash to fall from the sky, that was me because I just want to see you niggas burn. <laughs> so I apologize for that. And then she storms off. And then Middle Eastern folks basically um creates a app that allows them to buy stuff and trade stuff so that they don't catch on fire. Um they also established the flames don't hurt. They just kind of burn. And there's also another plot in this thing with the main character and the female main character um, who is the theology Christian because I just can't stand her. I don't know why, but I just don't, I don't like her. She has, she, she has to, she has to convince me to like her in some coming episodes. Uh, but basically she, um, she says that the main character, there's a bird that flies and he dies and the main character doesn't save him, save the bird. And she's like, oh, you let another bird die or something like that. And you let another bird die before. And it cuts to a scene in the past where like he let a bird die while he was going to school, even though I would have did the same thing because fuck that bird. I'm going to school. I'm going to work. <laughs> uh, but it it is kind of relating to his character because he's a very apathetic character he doesn't really give a shit about a lot of things 
And I guess over the course of him interacting with her, he's starting to develop the feeling of caring for others or something like that. And then the episode ends with the female main character. She says that she can see the exit in which they need to go back into their original world and that her power is compass. So the ability to get them out of the world. So that was Sunny Boy episode two. Yeah, so it was a decent episode. It's just this is an anime you have to really You have pay to pay attention. attention to this anime. You have to pay attention. Like you this is not where you could just casually just be like, Oh yeah, let me look at my phone because then within that two, three minute span, you're like, Huh. What's what the fuck is going on? Exactly. So if you're if you're somebody who likes to put anime in the background or I don't know if this anime is popular enough to get a dub eventually, but like you want to see this anime in dub that still won't work. This is one of those animes in which you have to dedicate that 24 minute time span. It has to be you glued to the screen yes. and paying attention to everything that is going on because you exactly. will be confused as hell and you'll be mad at the show because you don't know what's going on. Yep. But it, it's it's really good though, like it's really good. So shout to Sunny Boy episode two. You're two for two so far. Uh, I think that's it for our weeklies. Well, yep. something I've been watching. I have started watching Titans, uh, because I know season three is about to drop, and also Tyler has been begging me to start Titans. So I asked him, "Do I gotta watch season one?" Because everybody says it's absolutely ass. So I, he just told me watch episode one and two. And watched the last episode. I was like, all right, cool. Episode one was, I mean, season one was absolute, absolutely ass. It is what it is. Trigon was the primary villain. And Raven trying to get a feeling for her powers. And just the fact that these were adult emo-ass niggas. That was the premise of season one. That's, um, is, is that CW or another show? Or another? That, no, that was a, D, remember when, before HBO Max, it was, a, it was DC Universe stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was the app. Yeah. It was the app. Okay. It was the app. So, my main issue was just Trigon literally being mostly human instead of in his demon form. And then the fact that when he was in his demon form, he walked like a... This is going to be so problematic, but it's so accurate. He walked like a okay, tall... Okay, all right. I... Mark it down just in case you have to censor it. <laughs> Mark this down. Two minutes. All right. Have... He walked like a tall, fat bitch. <laughs> In heels, okay. <laughs> in heels, and I was just like, "Gee, this don't look right." Whoever did his, whoever did the mocap for it, bogus as hell, because he walks like a tall, fat bitch in heels. So, so yeah, I'm probably gonna censor that. Anyway, so I get through uh, season one, season two. I mean, season two begins. It's a lot more better. Whoever styled Star uh, Starfire did a lot, did a way better job. Uh, I'm like halfway through now. I'm at when Deathstroke pops up, and he has these niggas shook, like shook, and it's funny as hell because so it's like it's two Titans teams. You got the the original Titans that Robin kind of had before Deathstroke whooped their ass and made them break up, which is what they're really explaining now. And then you got the new Titans, which is technically Robin. Well, okay, Dick Grayson. The new tight the old Titans is Dick Grayson, some nigga named Hank, some some white bitch named Rachel, and uh Wonder Girl. Then you have the new Titans, which is Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Starfire, 
Raven, Beast Boy. So pretty much the team that we already we're most familiar with. So old Titans pretty much scared because um Deathstroke coming for that fade. He kidnapped uh Jason Todd. Jason Todd is really an asshole on here and I love him. Uh and he's just hood, that, baby. Hey, and I can't wait to season three when that nigga gets beat by the crowbar. But anyway, so pretty much it's just Deathstroke got these niggas shook and it's funny as hell. Like Deathstroke literally killing niggas. Dr. Light was doing his thing for a little bit. Then Deathstroke killed that nigga with a simple pistol. Uh, everything about it is so great right now. And Deathstroke just has problems with uh, Dick Grayson because he's the re- whatever problems he has with him, he has big problems with him. And he wants his fade. Wade. Exactly. So, it's like, it's, if I just want him to beat his ass like how he did on the cartoon. That's what I'm looking forward to. I just want him to beat his ass. And Starfire, Starfire has a nice little uh, storyline because some nigga from her planet's coming back to tell her come home, and she's like, "Fuck that shit, I don't want to go home." And this nigga's robbing jewelry stores for her and shit, so he's on some simp shit. So fuck, dude. Are Raven, they doing the are they doing the whole relationship with uh, uh, Dick Grayson and Starfire in this? Show? No, I don't. They really seem strictly friends. Like Starfire, in a way, is more. It's like they have her having more of a relationship with everybody, but like right now she's really close to Raven because Raven's having issues with her powers and shit, and she's insecure. Beast Boy's just useless. That nigga's useless, and it's funny as hell. Like he hasn't turned to an animal and done nothing ma- amazing besides growl, and niggas make fun of him for it because he does nothing but growl. <laughs> so but yeah so it's season two is really decent um it's getting better the deathstroke shit got me really interested because i just like seeing villains just have niggas shook that's my, that's my thing and it makes them a good villain so titans has been really season two has been decent so i have really no major issues with it um so we can go ahead oh you got gaming uh impressions cam yes so um a brand new indie game just released called uh chris tales or crystals basically play on words um and i have kind of been loosely following this game since i first heard it announced um so the last good indie game that i played was uh hades i'm not really big into the indie game scene uh but when i play a good one i want to make sure that i mention it to everybody else because I mean I want people to support this so we can get future releases or future projects from these talented uh video game creators um and I do believe that Chris Tales I think eh, I don't know I think that we could potentially see Chris Tales in some awards at the end of this year because I I genuinely do like this game so a little bit of context um, you could kind of call this game a spiritual successor. Um, the way they promoted this game is that it's a it's a JRPG, but it was developed by Americans, I think. Um, but they were inspired to make this game from Chrono Trigger. Uh, and for those who don't know what Chrono Trigger was, Chrono Trigger was an old SquareSoft game. So this is before Square. This is before Square became Square Enix. This is back when back before the PlayStation two days. So this game was made for like the SNES. Um, But Chrono Trigger was basically a game in which you played this character that went through various periods of time for like prehistoric age, 
present time, you know, futuristic time to basically stop this cataclysmic event from happening. Um, and, you know, stuff happened. I will say this one thing before I continue on with the video game impressions. So Chrono Trigger did something very unique that I've never seen any other game do that had the balls to do this. So you play as the main character. His name is Chrono, obviously. And so um, through like close to the late game, there's this um, there's this thing that happens where after you beat this boss fight, the main character dies and the game actually you can continue on the game all the way up until the end and the main character never comes back. You don't have to you don't have to bring him back. The game just treats everything like it's normally. You beat the boss and you can get endings. They make it completely optional. It's like an optional long side quest chain in which you have to do, you have to get this item that brings back the main character. But all of that is completely optional. You can go throughout the rest of the game and never bring back the main character. And I've never seen any other game in my years of playing games that had the balls to just go like, hey, this character that you've been controlling, that you've been building up experience for, and also this stuff, we're just going to kill him off. And you don't have to get him back. You just continue on with your game normally. They did the same thing with the sequel, Chrono Cross. It was a little bit different where the main character became one of the villains, and you have to do a side quest to bring his original body back. But I say all this to say that if you are a, if you are a tried and true JRPG fan, I highly recommend you um play chrono trigger for yourself it's very easy to get a, an snes emulator on your phone and just pop that bitch in uh, it's a very good gaming experience and i recommend it but back to chris tail so chris tail is essentially you control this main character her name is chris bell she's from this village called nareem um essentially she's an orphan go figure she's a protagonist of the video game she can't have parents uh but basically what ha happens is that She's picking roses, and all of a sudden, this frog wearing a top hat steals the rose. You chase him down, and you wind up in this cathedral where all of a sudden, she gains the ability to see the past, present, the present, past, and future all at the same time. Um, and the way they do this in the game is I, I recommend people actually go out and check some kind of scenes of gameplay. They do it really well. So, like, you're, you're, your screen is like split three ways, like kind of like a triangle in which the left corner of your screen is the past, the middle screen is the present, and the right-hand corner of your screen is in the future. So whatever area you're in in the game, it shows you can see the area and how it looks in the present, past, and future. It, it's really, really cool, and especially how they kind of blend it into gameplay. So in terms of it is a turn-based RPG. Uh, so it's basically in the battle, the main character, Chris Bell, has the ability to manipulate time. So she can turn things into the, she can turn things into the future or she can turn things into the past. So what can happen in battle and the way they do it is so brilliant. So say for instance, I cast poison on an enemy. I can use Chris Bell to manipulate time and transform it into the future. And what will happen is that the enemy will take a shit ton of damage because it basically accumulates all of that poison damage into what it would be like 
if they were in the future. You can manipulate it so that you can turn enemies back into the past. You can do something into the past, like apply poison, apply fire damage, and then bring them back into the present, and you can do a lot of damage. So it's a lot of really cool strategical things that you can do in battle by manipulating time and kind of playing with your enemies like that. Um, it's really cool. Um, Story-wise, they do it well with um, side quests as well, where, say, for there was this um, side quest that I completed recently that kind of stuck out to me, where it was basically in this town. Um, they're like a bird species, like a half-human, half-bird species race, and then there's this other race that's kind of like a mix between humanoid goblins, basically. And it was a side quest chain in which um, there was a male bird nigga i'm gonna call him basically and he was he's acting like an asshole because his mom died but he was really good friends with um this female sindarian that's what they call the goblin people and <laughs> so yeah it's it's a lot of um kind of there's a lot of cool references in the game there's um for people who know about final fantasy um and they know about the soldiers uh bigs and wedge their reoccurring theme in Final Fantasy games, and they actually have them as like soldiers in this game. It's pretty cool. But basically, in that quest, you bring something to remind him to like, hey, be nice to this girl because you used to like her in the past. And then what they do is that they show you, they show you that in the future, they show how they look like in the future, and they show that they get married and they're in love. So like it kind of changes the way that the future looks in the current city. Um, there are actual like there's actual consequences in this game where everything is choice based. So at the end of like every kind of major arc, which basically is you kind of go into a city, you solve its problem. And at the end, the game gives you a choice in which do you want to do this or do you want to do this? Each choice is kind of based on what you want. And it's a choice in which not everybody in the city that you have established is going to like it or not. Um, there's also another really cool thing in which this game has, in which I I've been wanting RPGs in general to kind of utilize this, in which side quests actually matter. Um, depending on the side quest that you do in the game, it actually affects how many choices you're given um, towards what city area you're in so to give a quick example there's a city that's in this volcano weird shit um the volcano erupts but there are side quests that you can do in the area in which there's a levy system that you can activate to prevent volcanoes from going into the city and then there's another side quest in which you can activate in which you discover that there's an old drainage system that drains out the lava so that it doesn't like affect the city that much and at the end of that kind of city's arc, the volcano erupts and you're given, if you do the side quest in which you discover that there's a levee and that you discover that there's a drainage system, you're given a choice to activate both systems so that you save a lot of the people in the city. But if you didn't do those side quests, you're only given one option, which is to evacuate the citizens. In which if you do that, a whole bunch of people die and it's bad for the city. So. It's it, the game gives you like a game gives you things that actually matter that change how the future and the past and everything works as far as that. And so 
for this to be just an indie game and have so much depth into a concept that Chrono Trigger explored in which I really enjoyed when I played that game way back in the day and for them to kind of take on that kind of succession and do it in this way in a very unique way that I haven't seen in any JRPG ever I very happy I, I really I played this game for like the game they said this average play time is like 20 hours I'm way past that just because I like to kind of take my time and see everything I can do within the game before I move on to things but I will say all in all um, I'm kind of towards the end game so I can kind of give my overall impressions and slash review I really 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 recommend this game if you are a huge fan of JRPGs turn-based JRPGs you're going to love this game um, this game also has every every um, line of dialogue in this game is voiced too, which I wasn't expecting. So that's pretty cool. And the voice acting in this game is actually really good as well. So um, yeah, the story's good. The characters are good. The gameplay is absolutely phenomenal. It's very unique in how they utilize, you know, turning things into the future, turning things back into the past, manipulating status elements and things like that. Um, and side quests actually matter and there's actual choices that state how your playthrough experience of the game is going to be so i would give this game a solid this is a surprise hitter for me i give this game a solid it's to me i have literally like no complaints i give this game a solid 10 out of 10. i think this is one of the best indie games that i have played since hades now i did not beat hades so i can't really say what i would have given hades if i were to compare it to hades that being an indie game um but i very much and and to even put it into further this is one of the best jrpgs because it was made by an american studio this is one of the best jrpgs i've played in recent years like i'm i got persona 5 vibes like my enjoyment of the game by playing persona 5 so like chris tales did an amazing job this was a, this was a surprise for me and i was like damn this is a really good game and so i definitely want people to know about this since it's an indie game so obviously it's not going to get that much buzz the game is only um i think it's 40 dollars. yeah the game is 40 dollars. so and it is well worth its price there's no dlc there's no microtransactions none of that bullshit. what you pay is what you get and that what you get is a really good experience jrpg experience so that's it i have to say about chris sales all Go right and support it hey very rare we give any game a 10 on this podcast so Hey, and Cam is a JRPG master, so he's giving something high praise. Then, hey, and shout out to them, man, doing a thug dizzle. And also, I do want to applaud the studio for using Chrono Trigger as an inspiration because it is still, yes. it's arguably to some people, depending on what you ask, a Chrono Trigger older than all of us here. Chrono so, Trigger, yeah. Chrono Trigger is basically, think of it like OG, think of it what Final Fantasy VII was in the PlayStation era. For the SNES to like yeah niggas that's like four like 35 and up that's they shit like they that's that's that it's like as in basketball terms if you ask the niggas over 40 they probably gonna tell you magic or kareem's the goat you ask somebody our age is michael jordan easily so that's 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 the comparison chrono trigger is like the og so like to go far back and use that as inspiration that's, that's really dope so let's go ahead and get into news this week uh, right now, the COVID Olympics is, uh, Olympics is going on in Japan, and yes, call, and call. niggas is out there just doing they thug dizzle, 
uh, it's a state of emergency, so they niggas gotta stay in the Olympic Village. They can't do shit. Uh, they can't. Just, did you hear the story that they made? Oh, cardboard they made beds. Uh, cardboard beds <laughs> to discourage people from having. Sex. Look, G, and then the, and then I think they show the Mexico Mexicans. Uh, I think it was one of the Mexican teams. I don't know one of the uh, Mex some Mexican athletes. Uh, they showed them. They like let's see how durable these beds is. So like they. I think it was like three of them. They'd jump on the bed. Yeah, they was jumping on the bed. And they were saying that, like, we could still have sex on these. It was like, yeah, G, we bringing the hoes up in here, G. Some lady said, some lady said they did. She was like, no, they did not discourage us not to fuck. So they fucking. That's exactly. They even said the mascots, like the two mascots, they were saying that they was fucking too. Like, that's a tradition in the Olympics is just to fuck. You have a whole bunch of athletic and attractive people in one in one area. In one village. And then especially since they can't go nowhere else to probably be like, hey, they fucking bro. you, they come fucking. here. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, you telling me somebody, bro? look, man, they fucking. look, man, I'm sorry. And I don't want to put this out on nobody. But if somebody, let's just say, I mean, who's, if Devin Booker sees Simone Biles, he ain't going to be like, Man, nigga, I'm about to see if she can do a split on this motherfucker real quick. <laughs> right. Cardboard bed and all, G. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> hey, like, you telling me some of these athletes ain't about to see some of these gymnasts and softball players sitting there doing a thug, this one ain't going to, come on. And vice versa. Different, different countries, different, exactly. like, hey, I, it's like I never, I'll probably never have another chance in my life to fuck a Switzerland woman. Let me see what it's like. like. <laughs> Look, some of them women probably see some of them niggas on Team Nigerian, like, fuck it. <laughs> Shit. BBC. <laughs> exactly. So it like look, man, that you ain't fooling nobody. But back to how this relates to anime and uh shit. So uh Japan is using anime and video game themes uh throughout oh, the Olympics. Man. So like during the opening ceremony they had like let me uh pull up the track list because like this track list was the very first, fucking huge. So me being cause a lot of the songs that they use were from hmm, JRPGs. Exactly. Um, and to 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 summarize just how amazing it was for someone like me who's played JRPGs and a little bit of context into me personally, uh, because we'll get more into this. But here in the West, video game music is treated as not music, right? It's not a lot of people chastise it. It's not real, whatever the fuck real music is supposed to be. It's not real music here. Um, even though a lot of the shit is better than some of the stuff y'all niggas claim is real music. Uh, but for me personally, a lot of the game, a lot of the stuff that I listen to, you know, I have like my rap artists and stuff that I listen to, you know, some different genres of that kind of music that I listen to. Um, a lot of anime OSTs, opening, endings, and things like that. But if you were to look at my playlist, majority of my playlist is video game OSTs. Majority of it, because video game music for me personally, is how I get the most emotion out of anything. If people have their different forms of music that give them that gives them certain emotions, me is video games. And to see that the very first song that they played during the opening ceremony was a song from Final Fantasy 13, one of the most controversial before 15 came out one of the most controversial third, uh, final fantasy games in terms of mixed reception from the fan base and to see that the first song they played 
was a boss music track from Final Fantasy 13. Dog, I was like, yo, this is fucking amazing. During the parade of the Parade of Nations, when I believe Italy was coming out, they played Kingdom Hearts OST. They played the Olympus Coliseum OST from Kingdom Hearts. How fucking awesome is that? Because it's thematic and it actually fucking relates to the Olympics. Like that shit was so fucking dope. They played. And the thing is, I, I can randomly hum the Kingdom Hearts Olympus uh, thing, no matter what. No matter what, I always just randomly hum it. It just comes to you head see, easily. You see one of the biggest sporting platforms of the entire fucking world. The entire world. And you see someone, you see like, yeah, I, I, to their nations, right? Famous athletes from, you know, other people's nations and stuff like that. Walking out to fucking Kingdom Hearts music. It just goes like, holy shit. And I, it's, I like the fact that Japan does it because in Japan, they treat video game music like it's fucking music because it's music. And a lot of, uh, there's a lot, and you know that there's a lot of times when we talk about video game composers, a lot of like, you, you never really hear about American video game composers really. a lot. But you, the reason why when we talk about video games and how some people go like, oh, this song was made by this Japanese composer, is because they're famous in Japan for that. It kind of like how, we, how like with and it comes to anime music, how like a lot of the openings and endings that we hear is not like specifically sometimes they are tailor made for that anime, but a lot of them are just songs from their albums that they just use on the anime. Mm -hmm. So it's like that same thing when it comes to video games. A lot of those people are fucking famous. Like Nears um Nears a uh, composer, music composer, is extremely famous in Japan. Kingdom Hearts, um, OG, well, one of Kingdom Hearts' composers, very famous in Japan. And so it's like, I don't mean to sound like a bitch or get emotional or anything like that, but like, it just, to see something that has been so obscure and ostracized because it's not real music, and to see it being portrayed on one of the greatest stages of the world, that being the Olympics, and Japan just doing it so like, this is us. You come, in, you come into where we are, this, yeah, is, this our is our culture, this is what we do. And to see them kind of display it like that, brought, brought, brought a smile to my face. Loved mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's really dope. Like, just stuff that's notable, like we already mentioned Final Fantasy, the Kingdom Hearts, Monster Hunter's Proof of a Hero, my son has a really good soundtrack. Sonic, Sonic is here. Uh, Final Fantasy has a lot of freaking showcases, and uh, Near got one. Soul Calibur <laughs> somehow made it as well, but Soul Calibur, the brave new stage of history, that's a very notable uh, uh, instrumental, instrumental. Uh, what's the yeah track? There we go. That'd be a better way to phrase it. Track. So these fit, and then even for other sports. They have uh, like anime songs. Like I know for basketball, they're using the, the slam dunk theme. And during a three, it was a clip of uh, during a three on three, uh, three on three basketball uh, thing they got going on. Hopefully, America wins that. But um, one of the girls like, "Yo, this is from Slam Dunk." So it just shows like athletes like, "Yo, I I remember this shit like that." 
Volleyball has Hockey's OST. Man, and I we, saw that shit. Yo, if oh, I really man. did. <laughs> Look, man, that's just fire. Man, uh, archery has a, way, bro. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> archery has Attack on Titan, which is interesting. And uh, for some reason, judo, judo has Ghost in the Shell. So, like, the, the fact that a lot of using, lit tracks in that, in that show. Yeah. So, just the fact that they're using, like, anime openings or just, like, themes, OSTs is really freaking dope. And, like, Japan is doing a really good job just showcasing the culture, uh, despite the fact that they're in a state of emergency because the Delta variant ain't no bitch. And he's saying, y'all going to put some respect on my name. So, but either way, shout own, out to... I got my own opening ending I want to show y'all. It's called <laughs> <Yeah>. Death. <laughs> but, yeah, so... <laughs> so, hopefully... Once again, prayers to the athletes in in Austin, Japan as a whole. Just make sure y'all just be safe out there, because once again, this is another thing we underestimated. These are some of the greatest athletes. These are some of the peak human beings we have representing our countries, and they might be able to overcome this version of COVID. It just means COVID gonna get stronger because of that. <laughs> oh yeah, because so, it's gonna mutate and go like, oh, I can't compete with the best of the best. Hold on, let me do this. Ah, right, it's going. All right. Super Omega Delta variant, and now it's like, well, if you're not peak human form and peak human condition, you might get your ass beat. So, (laughs) so yeah, so I don't want that to happen. A part of me also kind of—I know this won't happen, but a part of me just kind of wants. This is just pure fantasy, but I would just love if they gave Japan a redo, like in the next four years or eight years or something, give them a chance to (laughs) host again. So yeah, like Japan see, didn't even get so a I fair shot. G- <laughs> they didn't get a fair one at all. Boy, the way the Olympic Committee do, G, they denied fucking Chicago. They left. Oh, Rio yeah. de Janeiro has The funny been- thing is, this would have been the year we would have had it. Oh, yeah. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> but Rio de Janeiro never been the same after the Olympic Committee left, bro. Yeah. The way they leave fucking state, I mean, cities and, and countries and shit, bro, you, you would probably be 62 by the time Japan. That shit don't matter. Bro, Rio, the tourist destination in the world, they left that motherfucker high and dry. There's more <laughs> crime there now than there was ever before. Like, they, don't do nothing, they didn't do nothing with the area afterwards. Like, if you don't have something to do with that, like, at least they were trying to sell off. Look, Washington Park is going to be the, the Olympic Square. So they were going already uh do what they wanted to do at Washington Park leading up to it, G. They okay. just... Def- so but yeah. The reason we didn't win is because we they he literally said that the reason we didn't win because we had an Olympic in the United States like twenty years ago. So Which was Atlanta. The chances of us like getting another one, well, we can get another one, but the chances of Japan getting another what one. What would the Olympics be in Chicago? They would they would they'll fuck shit up. They would have fucked shit up. They would have fucked shit up. That's what would have happened. Because they would have they would have definitely used the United Center and Soldier Field, but that's but Washington Park was an area that they were going to gentrify to hell. I think they would have built. I think. I think no, they was building shit. They yeah, they were building shit. That's why they, the plan was Washington Park to be Olympic Square. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think they would have used United Center. They was like buildings. I remember looking at the storeboard, like, because could you imagine being an athlete and you live in Washington Park? And they said, okay, we got to see you all the way to United fucking center, then back, then like, going, hell no, that shit yeah. dead. And then let's take you to, let's take you to the south side of Soldier Field, then we're going to, 
I mean, not Southside. Let's take you to fucking whatever. South Fuck. Yeah, it would been it would have been a lot. They like, would have probably it would have been good if for like the jobs for the six months niggas wanna have jobs. But Olympics is man Your job would have yeah. been hell, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just been dealing with traffic and more cars blowing up from terrorists. I'm, gl- man, yo. <laughs> Bro, I'm glad I don't have to deliver in the city, G. That's all I'm happy, G. Even though fuck him in Indiana. But that's a different story for a different day. But let's go ahead and move on. Uh Dragon Ball Super Movie News. Daytra, I'll let you handle that. Well, it's really nothing too big. Dragon Ball, they did a teaser. Uh, I forgot where they did the teaser at. It's like literally a, it's literally a 22-second teaser. Yeah, uh, but Toriyama came out with concept art for characters. Uh, and the reason he made the concept art, uh, he's low-key building up the set of what the movie's going to be about. Um, uh, he showed that Piccolo actually don't live in a tree outside. He actually has a home. Which a lot of fans suspected that Piccolo was homeless, which is hilarious. I, th- I, I honest, honest to God, I thought he lived on Kami's lookout. Me I too. Thought that they established that. He got like and he just don't spend time there. He just fucked it. He got like a house in the middle of the mountains, um, where it looked like a battle would be taking place. I think that's a comment. So, the movie might take place on Earth again. Shout out to them niggas at home will be feeling earthquakes from Goku beating the shot of somebody. But um, we also to. get aged up Pan. Oh, well, Piccolo's design will fit more of his manga design, so he's a little bit more colored. His shoes are a little bit more fitted. <laughs> <A> little bit. <laughs> shit, I don't know. That's what Toriyama said. He said he wanted his shit to be like his manga. Um, colored folk, boy. That's why I'm naming the episode. Pic- Piccolo's a lot more colored. <laughs> Piccolo's a lot more colored. <laughs> we got aged Pan. Um... For all you for all you weirdos out there, she's still a child. She's like three years old. See, I believe she's like the I think she said like preschool setting or something like that. Yeah. We got Krillin in his Most cop OP outfit. kindergarten out of there. Shout out to Krillin in his cop outfit. You got some skinny ass legs for some apparent reason. Thought you were swole, my nigga. But um the title of the movie is Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I don't like the title. That shit is ass, dog. Uh, like, Dragon Ball I mean, Super Superhero. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's translated different, and then for us, it's Super Superhero. But for they gotta change uh, that. It's probably like one of those project titles. Like that's not like the final. Uh, nah, I think that's it. It come out in 2022. I don't think that's a project title with that. That's a title. Project title would have been like Dragon Ball quotation Superhero. Um, Super superhero, but no, that's like the the yeah supers. I don't like it, um, but I don't also like don't care. A lot of people are saying that this won't involve the Saiyans, which I would like. Be just be they think it's like like Earths, you know, surrounded and like Great Sandman, which was cool, but I doubt that shit is gonna happen. Literally in the teaser clip, Goku does his fucking goddamn monkey school technique in which he do the little thing at the end. That's it. Like, if you think Goku not gonna be in that movie, then you, they're you saying that they're saying this will be a Z Fighter movie <laughs> because the, the concept art they showed first was Krillin and Piccolo. Like, so okay, but then, yeah, it's, it's a, concept art. Exactly. <laughs> I have like a problem with. Um, so like, all right. So one major thing that people hate Dragon Ball for is that they don't show the other niggas. A movie that's not gonna show other niggas, but has a chance of showing other niggas. Niggas say it's not gonna be a good movie because it's showing other niggas. Make up your mind. 
Uh, I don't give a fuck what it does. I'm going to watch it regardless. If it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. Uh, I don't think it... Like, Goku is a fucking superhero. That's his motif. He's fucking took it after Superman. Like, his whole fucking backstory in Dragon Ball is Superman. Superman. (laughs) Uh, So, there isn't, like, a a situation where we are going to look into it and be like, oh, this is about Krillin. And you know what? If it is, who the fuck? If, no, no, no. If no. it is, who the fuck about like Gohan or okay, yeah, Gohan yeah, Goten and Trunks, and it has nothing to do with Goku and Vegeta. I'm fine with that. Good, you know, at least we getting a little, you know, nice little story. Uh, trust me, we won't probably hear anything else from this until probably like December. Um, no, probably November. We get like a trailer or something. Uh, but for right now, I'm not sinking my teeth in and making theory videos or anything like that. I don't care. Because all we did was get Goku do his little fucking pose. Which anytime Goku does that pose, I get goosebumps. Anytime Goku does his fucking stance, I fucking like... When Vegeta does his stance... I oh, also, I think they confirmed that the anime... That's going to be the anime. It's going to be a CGI movie. Uh, 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 like a pseudo CGI. Which I don't... Like, shit, like... You gotta think, think, people, anime fans in general who don't like CGI realize that when your favorite anime did it, they have the budget of a fucking Chicago public school. Like, there's there's levels to this type of shit, bro. Like, CGI budget, and and if you're looking at, like, Attack on Titan, they budget for CGI ain't shit. But if you're looking at somebody like Dragon Ball budget, who literally can, the the, the, the property of Dragon Ball they can make something look good. It is what it's like. Why is it only an anime where we look at 3D and we say 3D is bad? That's fucking stupid. It's because a company who probably got like four niggas working on this shit get told, make that random car right there 3D. And they have to produce random car 3D. Weekly episodes instead of a one-time fucking movie in which you get professionals to do that shit. So like, and it's been I, years since we got anything media Dragon Ball related. There's so many. The fucking Lupin movie was in 3D. The fucking Pokemon movie was in 3D CGI. Like that. That's kind of like the wave. Like it's only in anime when niggas get scared of CG because they get their fucking hearts like scared because they thought they're gonna see the armor Titan again. Like no, it's because guess what? Attack on Titan had to make that show, and they decided to make that nigga CGI for God knows fucking what. This is not about to be like fucking X-Arm. X-Arm was a project that Crunchyroll, for some apparent reason, had to pay like they see us to, to, for that. Nah, nah. Some was- intern has some blackmail on Crunchyroll executives and said, hey, if you don't let me produce my childhood dream anime, I'm going to leak this shit online. <laughs> and they was like, all right, bro, we give you that. <laughs> all right, bro, go crazy. <laughs> Hold on. Quick, a quick, 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 quick clown. And I'm reading this straight from the YouTube page. Unfortunately, Rock Nation will not allow Rolling Loud to stream Little Uzi. Tell at Rock Nation you want to see Uzi. So the big, the biggest performer at Rolling Loud right now. Why? Why are they not showing him? Jay Z. He, he won't be live streamed because Rock Nation don't want him to be live streamed. Jay Z. Jay Z doesn't want him to. Why? Probably because it's on title. So he don't want him to be live streamed on YouTube. Exactly. He wants Most you to. He wants you to put that fifteen. He wants you to pay. Yeah, that's eight to fifteen dollars 
You mean a multi fucking billionaire like Jay Z needs my measly fifteen dollars? Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying as a figurehead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rock as a company. Uh, my bad. Like literally, hold on. I gotta go to the uh, Dragon Ball movie uh, in 2022. Maybe in January. I don't know, but they didn't give it. Nah, that's coming out in January. January. Yeah. That's what I'm nah. saying. Probably be too soon. Well, we looking at like March. I'm thinking summer, summertime of next summer? year. Cool. Around this time well, next year, yeah. Very us? latest November. December. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for us, yeah, because that we it's definitely oh. not getting a simultaneous release. I don't think so. Uh, Wait, did bro? Yo, no. Uh, Demon bro, Slayer. Bro get, the success of Demon Slayer. It might. Oh, did bro? No, Broly, did Broly get yeah, a simultaneous? Broly, release? Remember, okay. we watched yeah. the debut day in January. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm yeah. gonna say Demon Slayer is not a good example because we yeah, just now but, got that shit on Funimation. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But. Yeah. It's fucked up, but yeah, so it's a good, hear, it's a good I chance. I want to hear Dion rage out because we can't watch Uzi. Man, that's the type of content we need, man. But I'll be hurt too, man. This is Uzi's first big, first major performance. Damn, that sucks. In so the you years. can't, you can only see him on probably his own. It's probably only available on title. If I had to take a guess, because title on do that title? Shit sometimes. What is that? What is title? That's uh, that's the music service streaming service that Jay Z. Invested a lot of money in before he sold it to Sprint and shit. Oh. And made, so, yeah. So, he still has ownership stake in it. But since he owns Rock Nation and Uzi's at Rock Nation management, yeah. So. Damn. Well. Streaming war still continue, niggas. But anyway, moving on. Uh, I think this, this is where we get to the fucked up news. This is where we get to a universal clown. Yeah, this is a universal clown, but so, I need you to read because I didn't read the article. So okay, kind of point out the, the details article. of it. Because I, I just saw I saw the title and I got mad and I just didn't want to because especially with the Activision stuff that we'll talk about later. I yeah, didn't we, oh man. We gotta make like sure that. we read that too. because uh, that's something we do gotta do a better job with this podcast is reading articles before we react. But anyway, so a Japanese man killed his parents for disturbing his anime sessions. So, and so, Anime Corner, shout out to y'all for being a decent news uh, source. A 59-year-old man, Japanese man, was arrested under suspicion of leaving the bodies of his parents inside of a refrigerator. Apparently, the man killed his parents beforehand for disturbing his anime sessions. According to Nishi Nippon Shibun, which is, I'm pretty sure, I'm assume. A Jap- Japan's newspaper. He left the bodies at his residence in Fuka F- Fukuoka City, Fukuoka. Fukuoka City, last month. On July 4th, police detained Junji Matsumoto in the parking lot of a hotel in Kyoto. Was more after the arrest, Matsumoto admitted the allegations, which of course, like Japan, is 99.9. Yeah, percent We're going to convict you. No matter. We what. have reason to arrest you. So anyway. After entering the residence, the police found the bodies inside the glass door industrial refrigerator. The police also confirmed those were the bodies of his parents, 88 and 87 years old. The police believe that uh, Junji killed his parents due to stress born from having to care for them. His father was hospitalized. His mother was in the wheelchair. The suspect said, every time my parents asked me to take care of them, I had to to interrupt the anime I was watching. I couldn't couldn't stand it anymore. 
Apparently, his father asked him to take him and his mother to the bathroom. When it comes to his reason for killing his mother, <laughs> this is so fucked up. I killed her because she saw me kill her husband. I felt sorry for her to be alone. That's they son, dog. Hold on. Before all of that, this nigga is 59 years old. AKA, he is six years away from being able to legally retire here in the States. Now, recently, I was going to say this as one of my goats, but it was my dad's birthday uh, on Monday. And he turned 50, half a century. And I'm trying to compare just the mental, like, okay, 59 years old. So I thought at first I was just going to, on some assuming stuff, I was going to be like, does he live with his parents? But I guess his parents were living with him. Yeah, because right? they 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 need to care. They needed like, to get taken care of. At that age, they need to be cared. What anime are you watching that is so vastly important that you can't pause for five minutes to take care of the people who birthed and raised your goofy ass? It's not like a multiplayer game where you can't pause. You can pause an anime and it's it's all good. Like you can come back like to me, I think this is like like they were saying this is like stress and stuff like that but there's like there has to be a way deeper underlying issue as far as like his relationship with his parents because you i mean we could attribute this to mental illness but it's a certain type of beyond mental illness oh my bad my my brightness too high again oh it's not even supposed to be that high but here you go this is this is this is what he watching. I was about to pull that up too. What, what, what we was on was the that? same page. What Mother of the Goddess Dormitory. He came out, you know. No, what, no, they said did they say he was watching that show? No, no, they oh. didn't, but not okay. the, no, this happened okay. on July fourth. Okay, trip. I thought this happened on I, July fourth. So I don't okay. think he was watching that. I thought you were I thought I thought that was like in the article, like that's the show he was watching that he killed his parents to. And I was like, okay, yeah, you definitely are a different type of <laughs> But like no, but in all seriousness, it it just it's just like, man, that's just it's that's foul. It's like I can't it's... even I can't even like convey into words the amount of just ungratefulness stupidity that goes into that like i'm trying to think of it in terms of like if i were in his shoes like my mom took care of me for like 20 plus years and now it's my turn to take care of her so the least i can do is if i'm in fucking anime no grown man should ever say i'm having a fucking anime session to be perfectly honest anyway <laughs> but to 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 have to, to have um to basically to have something saying like I'm watching anime and my mom says, I need your help. I need to use the bathroom, nothing, please. Nothing is, uh, n- nothing that I'm watching is not, is going to be so important that I go like, yeah, mom, I hate you. It's like, pause. It's not like it's happening in real time. You're watching it on a streaming service. Whatever is there is going to be there for you when you come back to enjoy it to the fullest. So take care of your parents because they sacrifice 
assumedly 18 plus years of their life to take care of you. Yep. The least you could do is return the favor. And uh, yeah, I hope you rot. Because like Japan takes their charges very seriously. 99.9%. That, that is a very serious crime of matricide, patricide, on top of hiding the bodies, and you admit it to the crime, and you 59 years old, the next thing you seeing is them pearly gates. And not necessarily you entering in the pearly gates. I mean, you see it at the judgment hand, and God is going to ask you, why? Like Fucked up situation, bro. Like I feel like, just one last, I feel like what should happen, and I don't think, it's like, it's weird to say this, but it's just, you know, y'all know like at the beginning of Persona how they have this disclaimer that goes like, you know, this is a work of fiction. Anything yeah. that is, anything that yeah. you see, whatever that is you see, is not life, related to it's real pure life. Coincidence, it's, it's whatever. Coincidence, yeah. I feel like it should just be a disclaimer now on any anime that says what you're about to watch is purely fictional and is not important to your daily life. If you have other things you need to do, there is a button that you can press that says pause, and you can come back to it enjoy the show but try not to enjoy it too much i don't know just put a disclaimer that because some of these niggas just genuinely cannot differentiate reality from fiction dog. i don't think i don't think a lot of people understand that like okay this is an extreme what he did definitely an extreme but i don't think a lot of people understand that that's closer to to what yo anime i would say is probably the worst creation we got a podcast off this shit you know we a lot of y'all watch it more than i do but i'll watch it you know i just finished um Black Lagoon, um, you know, things like that. I, I watch it as well, too. But I I personally don't watch. Like, I don't consume myself with anime. I play a lot of video games, but I don't consume myself with anime. Like, it's a lot of... Sh- and I, I would say this, too. I would say I'm a, a very feel-good... My, I feel good to be in the minority of an anime fan who will literally look at Crunchyroll and be like, I'm not watching this shit. Like, literally, oh, yeah. We'll literally flip through, like, this shit. What, ew. Nope. No, nope. girl, he nope. don't want to see that. Nope. I, I, Instead I, of going like, "Oh, I'm gonna check this out because it looks interesting," cool. yeah, you know. Well, damn, <laughs> thanks for like, talking to me, huh? I, I get my, I get my, <laughs> I get my anime fix half the time from y'all reviewing this shit. Well, like, oh, I probably would have been pissed off if I watched that. Oh, I probably would have fell asleep if I watched that. Like the the realm of anime right now, you go on TikTok anime sad, and you see people this stupid baka like don't talk like that. Cringe. Huh? Cringe, man. Yo, Cringe. I'm glad. Look, I'm glad I haven't really experimented with TikTok yet. I love. I personally love TikTok. Like I love. Like I, I sound like an old head, but you will see me on a train like this on a bus. Like I fucking love TikTok, bro. Yeah, it's like, so funny. Why do you think every day, damn near, I put a, a fucking TikTok video in a group chat? It's <laughs> hilarious to me, bro. But like I, I'm glad I'm not in that realm of I have to watch anime every second of the day. I barely like bro, like you know what you know what games I play? I play games that the homies wanna play, bro. I don't like at, at this point and then I play like newer games when they come out. But like bro, I'm playing like out of worlds and fucking dying light. Like like I I get enjoyment not just because it's a thing, bro. I get enjoyment because I I I, I, I wanna it's like I wanna play it. 
because I know the fun comes out of it is me being around like this. I watch anime because I I I, I know the the it's one it's a fucking time passer, not something that like you know we we review the shit. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking time passer. While I'm at work and I was watching Black Lagoon, it was okay. I watched four episodes. That means I got two more episodes before it's lunch. Like this one. I'm saying, bro, it's like they okay. Thirty minutes. I look back at the clock. Thirty minutes pass. All right, good. <laughs> this is not a. This is not my lifestyle. You know what I mean? And I hate it for whoever lifestyle is like motherfuckers like who talk like this and y'all about to lack social skills at age thirty. That shit ain't gonna rock, Joe. It's gonna get real, real sad. Sooner than that, <laughs> I say, I, I say, I say, John in at the end of Black Otaku plays as like a relations thing, as a closer, as a yeah. Thematic and that, closer. And you, but Cam, you use, <laughs> but you use it in the exact context. Yeah, like, like, like I said, like at work, like a lot of times they say, you know, good morning, and I, I would literally put Ohio, like, in, but in like Japanese characters because it's like, is what they be like, how the fuck you know Japanese? I'm like, I fucking don't. But I looked up, but at this time, like I'm using it in context. This is Ohio, like this, this is how I fucking go. But you don't hit me. Motherfucker, give me a, a fucking piece of paper tie to clean up the spill. Oh, you got to. Oh, no, hell oh, no. I got to go inside my head ass. I got to go inside my But, like, in all, like, I'm serious when I say this. Like, I'm not trying to come off like a dick, or I'm not trying to come off as fucking fonts. That's fucking cool. But a lot of niggas, in anime in life is colliding like this. They see people with personalities and became media personalities and became figures in, in like, entertainment because of anime. And that shit going like this, bro. And it's creating. It needs to go like this. <laughs> it needs to separate. <laughs> realize that this is cartoon. Yeah, you see Vader and, and fucking and fucking um RDC World when they do it from time to time. And you might see your favorite TikTok. You might see people get relationships because they met each other at anime conventions and they so happily do YouTube at the same time. But bro, realize them minority niggas, bro. They minorities, but and also, but also, I'm gonna say this: they're like us. We're up. They're of the culture, not in not the them. culture. Well, and also, you never see what happens off screen. So, also, <laughs> them niggas are so much of a casual fucking anime watchers, bro. Like, especially fucking Vader. Like, God forbid he do like a villain saga, hood or hood villain saga, or some shit like that. No, you're gonna do a hood, my hero. No, no, Hood Dragon Ball. No, let me get Hood Cowboy Bebop. Wait, wait. He already did that. He got three. He got three parts of uh, Cowboy Bebop. That, I might need like, to check that, that out. That's mainstream and shit. Like, <laughs> God forbid he do a Hood Evangelion. <laughs> but I mean, he's still chasing a bag too because he has a Netflix show that he's doing. What See? the fuck, bro? Why the fuck I couldn't do this in front of a camera and be a? Now I hate by the way. I'm just saying a lot of that shit ain't cool. It's, just, it's not like for me. After the fourteenth, you know, little shit, I was like, bro, I don't know, but he got a Netflix show. Shout out to my niggas RDC World though, they met Braun. Um, but like at the end of the day, bro, like this shit is not this shit is not life, man. Like it's much more. Like I haven't touched some grass. Well, I touched some grass today because I went to church. But I haven't like physically touched some grass in a minute too, because of this lockdown shit. I understand it's hard. But bro, go go ahead and like, you know, go play Pokemon Go or something. Like go 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 fucking like do something, G. Like I, I just like anime ain't that cool. And honestly, like this is an extreme. Like yes, folks came to his parents because his his father said the Chimera aunt aren't went that good, and he fucking killed his parents because of that. 
but it, you know it's not that it's not that deep. The only how I'm murdering a nigga is somebody start you know slandering the big homie back there, and then we gotta we gotta talk. You know Goku can evolve, all bets off. But that's it. That's a minority situation. Everybody know how good Goku is, bro. So I ain't even got to step at that point. But what's next? But yeah, uh, the EA showcase. Uh, Daytrust, since you watched it, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I definitely. I didn't even know that they was having a showcase this week. Me neither. I looked. I'm like, oh, okay. Shout out to Daytrust for peeping. Yeah, y'all about to get. I didn't laugh too. I'm sorry. I've been focusing on look people who, if y'all gave me my Twitter on the Twitter, I focus a lot on the sports side of the Twitter because I damn near look. I have to get there right. Um, so I, I forgot to laugh tweet the EA show. But they did a really good job. Um, mind you, it wasn't too big. Uh, I, we're still missing a state of play from Sony. I just want to say that right now. Sony, please bless us. Just please bless us. Like, you can't. <laughs> need we, to consume product. Need <laughs> to consume product. <laughs> like, like, like get me hype to spend money. Like, you know, like, uh, but Ubisoft, I mean, not Ubisoft. God forbid I watched that shit. Um, EA came out with a um a ea play or ea whatever yeah, i don't yeah. know if chris if you're looking up the the game slot please look that up for me i i i i fast forwarded through it you got it open chris i'm, or, I'm pulling it up uh, as i, I speak about the, i could talk about the games but me knowing each one i'm gonna forget uh it wasn't a just lot hit, just hit the just hit the high points it don't really make yeah because i know the, the, the big the only two big things was battlefield and dead space, dead space. Dead space. yeah so battlefield dead space um battlefield 2042 oh, and now, if you don't like shooters i completely understand but if you oh yo this game is looking like a cop bro it is so like not even just the main side right i feel sorry for og niggas because one, you ain't gonna be able to do that hundred v hundred shit. That shit about to be crazy, bro. That I shit. just, I don't want to get shot at. See, two hundred directions of bullets hitting me, bro. That shit about to be so far, bro. You tweaking? But like, okay, so I feel sorry for the old gen niggas. They ain't gonna be able to to deal with that. But the biggest thing they did was Battlefield twenty forty two Portal. Yeah, Portal. I saw that. To make so, I love the fact that they said, fuck it, let's not be serious. I love when, when, cause like at this point, bro, I'm getting, I'm not a fucking active shooter. I'm not a fucking proud boy. I'm not an NRA gun nut. I don't give a fuck about tactical shooters, bro. Not one fucking bit. I just want to pull up and brrrr. I want to off of the satisfaction, but I don't give a fuck about, okay, I got to watch my six. All right, bro, I got my ACOG on my, my FAMAS. 200 uh, North. Make sure I put the muzzle. 240 South. Uh, no, no, don't use the muzzle. Don't use the suppressor. Use the Footsteps compass. Footsteps approaching. You want to stop the flash, and, but you want to make sure the bang is in. Like, fuck all that. Oh, uh, they showing Uzi now, though. Um, that nigga look demonic as shit. But, um, so, in, in this... 2042 portal is combining some of the best battlefield games ever so i believe it was bad company 2 or just regular bad company battlefield 1942 um uh the battlefield 3 is something else but it's combining a lot of the old battlefield with all their guns all the weapons but you create the game server so if you want to have like 
40 like little bitty robots versus one fucking tank you can have that if you want to have um i think they showed off the portal gun so you can have a battle with like the portal gun from the valve game that we never get in a, 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 a you never get in a sequel for <laughs> is that never. is it the actual portal gun i believe so I oh believe valve so. oh boy they boy valve went to ea and was like how much <laughs> much <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck valve um but like that fuck is EA too definitely oh no definitely fuck yeah i'm look bro i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep it but look g if we look at two companies right now bro sports genres and a company that has done a, not a three not a 180 what's a, a 90 a 90 no 30. And, you know, <laughs> 30, 30. Dude, that's not much. <laughs> so, and then you look at somebody like 2K. Yes, I'm about to slander 2K. EA has put out Fallen Order. They're giving this nice battlefield coming out. They they talking about Skate 3. And blood, uh, Skate, I mean, not Skate 3, but the next Skate game that they literally, Xbox said, put that shit in development. Before we slap the dog shit out of you. So they in development <laughs> right now. <laughs> and, then, and then we get in the Dead Space remake that everybody wanted, right? 2K on the other hand, it's like, how are we gonna finesse these niggas this time? <laughs> like oh, yeah. like Madden and FIFA, they already go to like, yeah, y'all gonna spend money on what we gotta change. Yeah, they already they are like And the funny the funny Yo. thing is with Madden. That plan is so smart this year because they really haven't shown shit. And the game comes out next to. month. They don't have to. They don't have that's the funny thing, you don't have to. But that plan is so smart. How are gonna fuck with these niggas even more? Season pass. <laughs> they did season like gee, I'm like me and Datra's like I'm no, I was messaging Datra, I'm like, that sounds like a season pass. <laughs> Uh, but we, me and Chris will tag team the fuck out of that when we get there. The 2K, NBA 2K22 is having a season pass? It we'll get, like it. It, it, it sounds like it. Like, I don't want to, like, gee. Like, when they just sent me that, I, that was, I, well, that was Monday. I was on my break. <laughs> and I was like. We both, like, I had to send it to him. Because when I read that shit, because it said uh, you would get, season, it was like seasonal progressive stuff like with your my career your my team the battle I'm pass like, too and i'm like this sound like a yeah the battle yeah, that's what we meant battle, battle pass, pass. battle pass, battle pass. Yeah. uh 2k getting the battle pass is fucking hilarious but uh that's neither here nor there but you get uh, to unlock gold shoes at the end <laughs> bro you get to unlock braids um but <laughs> you get to unlock a neck tattoo but uh like in in uh like in, in seriousness like no, I'm not about to say this is about to be the best shooter out. No, I'm not going to be like a dumbass and be like, Warzone, watch your back. No, no. But what you're, <laughs> but based on what you're telling me, Daytrail, it sounds like it's fun. Yes, it's, yeah. and that's what we need, bro. Fuck all this trying to be the next this or next that. Fun, bro. The motherfuckers just want to have fun, G. Like, that's not, that's not, I don't see why gamers, I mean, game developers don't grasp that concept of making a game. Just make a fun fucking triple A game developers. You know, we don't, of course, Battlefield gonna have a battle royale that no one's gonna play because the market is still oversaturated. Um, but the way they say they're gonna keep, you know, process of development in the game, I appreciate it. And this is real quick 
Dead Space. It was a teaser trailer. A lot of people went crazy. They're skeptic because it's not the same studio that's making this Dead Space game. But let me tell you something that happened after Dead Space 3. They nuked that motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. This Let me go because... I'm going to go on my fuck EA tire. The reason why I didn't care about this EA place because fuck EA, fuck that company, fuck everything it stands for, um, and fuck Battlefield. Um, I will give it this, though. I will say that, like, because I, I was more skeptic on 2042 because of the whole no single player, but if Battlefield Portable, Portal, like, to me, if you're, like, fuck trying to develop a four-hour story that people are going to play once and never touch again, we're just going to dedicate our resources to making a mode that people are going to be like, uh, y'all want to play multiplayer? What, what, what y'all want to play? Battlefield Portal. All right, what, what, what do you want to do? Let's get drunk and make a fucking stupid-ass server and fuck around with it, right? That, to me, that has a lot more of a long-term appeal than if you were to say, like, okay, let's just make a thematic. It reminds me of Halo what was it foundry mode i think it was called oh forge. where you could forge. yeah forge or whatever the hell it was called where you could just kind of do what the fuck you, you want to do make, make your own and battlefield has done this previously not to this degree but they had it like i think before battlefield 4 they had it to like where you could like set up servers and stuff like that and kind of make certain rules and stuff like that but now it's more of a like okay Did this is official You'll see uh, niggas with knives versus niggas with uh, yeah, yeah, like it's defibrillators. Like that shit. Cool, that shit bro. is fun, and it's it sounds fun, and it looks like it intrigues someone like me who's on my fuck FPS game uh, tirade. But like now, I'm looking at this like, yeah, I could fuck around and play with this, uh, play play this game with the homies. Uh, but onto the Dead Space stuff, I am extremely skeptical. I don't know why niggas is hyped for this shit because <laughs> EA themselves killed dead space i need y'all to realize this they themselves killed dead space dead space 2 now i was never a huge horror game fan but i do recall seeing like dead space stuff like that because back in my it, it was days, it was really homies, po- it was a popular series yeah, and my homies popular. had xbox 360 so i saw them play the games and it looked pretty cool or whatever right so i would say that like when dead space 3 came out that's when ea was on their microtransactions pay to win that's when they started introducing their grimy ass schemes and then we talked about this before but they had unrealistic expectations for that game if the game didn't make a certain if the game didn't sell a certain amount of copies it was considered a failure and because dead space 3 spit it on the community by going like hey everything that you loved about dead space 2 in the past pay for it please give me money please microtransactions please and because all that failed they were like hey visceral it's your fault that this game didn't do well you you're the reason why dead space was a failure even though we were just even though visceral was just acquiescing to the demands of ea to modernize and casinoize the dead space franchise and they were like it's your fault visual they killed that studio off and visceral for those who didn't know visceral was also a company that was working on a single player star wars game in the past and because ea being ea they shut it down so now people are going like oh my god ea you finally listened oh ea thank you so much for granting my desire of a dead space remake and it's like dog do not praise ea for this ea themselves killed off your favorite franchise 
because it didn't sell well because it wasn't a money maker i think the the dumbest shit ever <laughs> in game and fandom is praising a company for remakes bro i i not remakes like that's, it's the difference between praising and getting hype for remakes right yes let's get hype for final seven final fantasy 7 remake but me praising fucking square for something that thank you, you so know, much square yeah, like, <laughs> my childhood is back again well okay i can say because remake is really different right from yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a difference between a remake and a reboot like in dance space no dance space is a remake for one oh that Dead yeah space one, was a remake for one but I, let me think of another game that got a remake or something but like because resident evil yeah resident evil like you praise me for the resident evil remake the bar is fucking low like it's so fucking low like yeah it's it's, it's not something that they they give you everything that you had just mana like that's not a hype and they they make you pay for a full price that's why i never like that's why i don't give a fuck when somebody tell there's so much replay value nigga i don't give a fuck you turn an 18 hour game i mean an eight hour game to a 16 hour game it's not telling me to pay 60 dollars, my nigga that's telling me i got finesse by a fucking japanese nigga (laughs) (laughs) there's no fucking like i don't like that shit bro like i really don't like i i respect like you know you create you have this big fan base and you're able to you push the envelope with this game and now you want to restore that nostalgic feeling but like the bar is so fucking low like there is nothing that you can possibly fucking tell me and be like oh yeah the 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 this remake is is, is so good and we should be hyped it's like all you're doing is creating that same game important that's why i say like final fantasy 7 is different because it's low-key not the same game in the way they're telling that story but the like dead space you're going to be doing the same shit it's just going to be 4k and instead of you throwing up from the motion blur you're going to throw up in the motion blur in 4k so like yeah. it, it, it's, it's not no like I, I agree. Like I, I'm not, I'm not gonna play this shit. Like I'm gonna watch no. them stream it. I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna waste my money on this shit. So like, it, it, and this is modern EA. So if the shit that made you mad about Dead Space Three, you might be getting it into Dead Space Remake. They might say mm, microtransactions. I'm looking for past. Like, to be beautiful because uh, I was watching other. Oh. Play. I was watching other cam play um, Jedi Jedi Fallen Order, whatever it's called. Bro, that PS5 upgrade, G. Yeah, no, but but here's the thing that makes that also kind of got me skeptical on Dead Space is that they're using that stupid ass Frostbite engine again. Oh, yeah. That engine is so horrible, man. I hate that engine. And that game was designed for the game was designed for sports games. No, what, what was it? It was originally for? made for the Frostbite engine was originally made for sports titles. Yeah, and it's like they keep pushing that stupid ass engine and the engine ain't shit that's the same all of their games that's the same for cyberpunk ain't it no 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 uh frostbite is purely ea that's ea's that's ea's child basically yeah it's it's like you know like yeah it is and it's the fucked up thing is that it's a contractual if you're a game that's published by ea you have to use the frostbite engine which is stupid so it's yeah, like because like the game is not so meant it was only money. meant for those stupid ass money grab grubbing sports games not for oh, single player first person shooters and shit like that yeah, um, so. but anything else we need to add about the ea thing before we uh I think, spend I think, like 
if there's anything to tell you I need place I really I really need like PlayStation to just I need PlayStation to restore order and Nintendo to drop Breath of the Wild gameplay. That's all I need on my happy. Low key. <laughs> we are about to enter the fall season, so I wouldn't be shocked. We about to enter the fall. I wouldn't be shocked. PlayStation ain't letting us eat, bro. They gave us one fucking game to look forward to. It's so much. We ain't eating, bro. They we starving out here, bro. This Isn't there Horizon supposed to come out this year too? Yeah, but like, bro, like we... that's it, G. We all free. <laughs> Let me see Kratos. Can we get a release date? Uh, no, it's in. No, that's why I'm like, we sure? <laughs> I will be surprised because I know they, I know they pushed um God of War back, so we won't be playing God of War this year. Well, that's the 2024. We, shit, knew, we knew God of War was. No, I knew God of War was coming out this year. God of War was supposed to come out this year for the PS5, but it oh. got pushed back to next year. Yeah, that shit probably not coming out to 2023. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> <laughs> like at the very earliest it's gonna be a christmas release the very I earliest say, i would say definitely look forward if you're a gamer and you was so you was blessed to get the next gen system playing some of these upgraded games one if you ain't play if you ain't play like cam tell these look bro tell them niggas there's a difference between ps4 final fantasy 7 Oh my god <laughs> yo. hey yo. no he ain't capping because just watching yo. Watching this shit, I was like, it's a difference. Yo, it's a to night the point where I'm and, considering redownloading. Night and day, di- like I was, like, oh, like two weeks ago, I was replaying through the the actual the uh, the OG story, not Yuffie story, and I'm like, yeah. damn, <laughs> low times, combat, the 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 you know to get PC the frame rates and the 4K resolution, this shit look beautiful, dog. <laughs> I would say just. People, y'all gonna get look forward to what games are coming out. Sports games are shit. I will continuously say that. I'm tired of this shit, bro. Sports games are ass. Like mad, 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 hands and 2K looking like a rehash. So fuck sports 2K, games. 2K, 2K finessing. And and the 2K thing. I don't care that I am getting paid fucking money right now. And 2K thinks I'm about to spend a hundred dollars on a game. Fuck out of here. Unless that's somebody buying that shit for me. Rich, you gonna spend a hundred dollars on that game? Hey, look, man. Hey, see, there you go. There you go. Hey, UK can always. We, we talked Chris. about this time last year, and I was I did the exact same shit. So, two K can always count on Chris. I had look. That is my guilty pleasure, and I feel bad. I can at least sit there and say I can at least say Madden has to earn me, even though I want to play as Justin Fields, but Madden has to earn me. I'm just a bitch when it comes to 2K, and I admit to it. Forget, never forget this time last year, they made this nigga pay a hundred and twenty. He spent a hundred and twenty dollars. Niggas made a and, Venn diagram, bro. And, and Chris, how many times have you been playing? How many hours have you sunk into 2K21? Combined, uh, both versions. No, no, just PS5. Cause that's that's why you paid. Well, you know that did br- that did destroy my first one, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh so, so you paid one hundred twenty dollars specifically for the PS five version. How many hours have you sunk into the PS five version? Look, Chris, Chris, don't even lie, bro. I, I look, you know I'm bad with numbers, cause G. I can tell when I go. Again. I already look. Daytrick already know too, cause he can look and tell. But I'm pretty. I would probably say I put more hours into the show than I have into. Uh, I was just gonna say that. Cause I could pick up the show and be like, okay, I'm down for the bullshit. If we, and I'm sorry, Ken, that we got the sports shit talking, but if we no, do a polish 
sports games, polished. The show does an amazing job. Sony does an amazing job. I never hear anybody complain about the baseball game. The only issue was this year was because since since Microsoft sucks Sony's dick so hard, they're like, yeah, we'll take some money. We'll take some money uh, from y'all and fucked up the servers. But because Xbox wanted in. But it feels good. It looks great. The show, I got it. It looks, it's, it's, it's a good baseball game. I can't play the shit, but it's a good baseball game. Yeah, like I, I love the show. Like I would never the show had even in, in just the way and like we're gonna move on from here. But like even how they handle like they still had like they version of mud in my team and shit. But you can still earn them niggas. It's very earnable. You can still buy like the extra. I think they call them decks or whatever. You can earn the Jackie the fucking superstar Jackie Robinson and shit like that. You can earn them niggas. So. They, they they know how to handle it, but it is what it is. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to Activision. Uh, yeah, and now fuck Activision. Yeah, so like <laughs> we went from fuck one AAA company to the next one. Oh wait, wait, wait! Disclaimer though. Let's put a disclaimer out. I mean, we small, but Activision Blizzard has is really scummy when it comes to shit like this. What we're about to say is all alleged. Fuck the niggas. It has not been. It has not been. Even though, trust me, I'm about to fucking slam to these niggas to high hell. But for legal reasons and shit like that, what we're about to say is all alleged until it is proven, which I have no doubt. But until it is proven in the court of law, everything that we are about to say henceforth in relations to this article and in relations to what the state of California is suing Activision Blizzard for is all alleged. So yeah, so shot CBS News as being this news source. Uh, it came out that video game maker Activision has been sued over frat boy work culture that has tormented women. So we're gonna try to get through. I'm gonna pretty much breeze through this. Like hit major points in the article. I ain't gonna read this whole damn thing. But Activision is a piece of shit. So Activision Blizzard has a frat boy culture. If you don't know what frat boy workplace frat boy culture is just look up white frat boy on youtube and you'll see nothing but drunk white men just acting damn fool and just being pieces of shit pretty much it's a workplace culture in which uh privileged rich white men can do whatever the fuck they want and have no consequences there exactly so let's move on workplace culture where male employees banter about their sexual encounters talk openly about female bodies and joke about rape it's 2021 g according to a lawsuit filed by california's department of fair employment and housing department for that reason and others the state agency is suing activision blizzard accusing the video game maker of gender pay discrimination and allowing sexual harassment incidents to go unresolved which is nasty in itself the lawsuit filed in uh, la county superior court follows a two-year uh, investigation uh into invest that was just a wild text i just got follows a two-year investigation to activision workplace culture that found evidence of women being subjected to sexual harassment including groping unwanted advances as well as pay inequalities for women throughout the company state officials said this week uh the maker they pretty much break down what they do i don't care uh the picture uh, paints is not it okay 
So the allegations include the picture paints is not Blizzard workplace of today, a company spokesperson said. We've made significant changes to address company culture, reflect more diversity within our leadership. They admitted you know the to saying, like, hey, we fucked up. We, we've been doing better, though. You know, you fuck that. No, no, no. That's the template. They didn't admit to anything. Yeah, they were just it. like. It's, it's admitting to it without admitting to it. So I, Chris, like, I, I know you. it's more to read, but, bro, like, you ain't get, like, some of the shit that was done. Because I, 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 I read it, too. And I usually don't read the shit. I wait for y'all to talk about it. This shit made me. It is bad, bro. Not only we're not even. It is bad. I have. Let's just at least get to some of the shit because we haven't got to actions yet. I was. Yeah, because like you got factor in. We know, but the listeners. So, in the lawsuit, state officials accused top executives of all white males of allowing male employees to routinely torment female workers. The workplace culture had grown so toxic that one female employee committed suicide. Fuck these niggas off that alone. And, and covering up a suicide. Where's Pusha T for that? But anyway, in the office, women are subjected to cube crawls in which male employees drunk copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office, often engaging inappropriate behavior toward female employees. Despite complaints made by women, HR company officials never took meaningful action to improve conditions, leading to a big lack of trust between female employees and, and the HR team. And particularly uh, uh, women of color, too. Gotta mention that. Mm, 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 mm. A female employee committed suicide while on a company trip due to a sexual relationship she had been having with her male supervisor. Mm, mm, mm. Court documents state the deceased women have been suffering from continuous harassment at work prior to her death, including an incident at a holiday party where male workers passed around a graphic new photo of a... Wow. Wow. Graphic new photo of the employee. Uh, California say the employment department was supposed to investigate the workplace, didn't have good faith discussions with leadership about their findings, but didn't do so. The company also said it was insensitive for state employees to mention the deceased employee. Wow. They bogus as hell. So they admitted to that the person died, but you just, come on now. Uh, we are sickened by the reprehensible, Activision says we are uh, sickened by the reprehensible, reprehensible conduct of the uh, investigation to drag into the complaint that the tragic suicide employee whose passing was has no bearing whatsoever on this case with no regard for a grieving family i'm pretty sure the grieving family knows of this and they said let let them niggas burn um women were promoted slower of course we ain't surprised by that uh anything else we need to hit all employees and so yeah that's the end of the article so yeah they then just did regular shit like women were treated shit financially so yeah so i'm gonna go first i'm gonna let you niggas go off from there uh activision ain't shit we are we've been knew they wasn't shit um this ain't nothing new the fact that these niggas covered up a suicide is disgusting like the frat boy culture like just being insensitive towards women just being pieces of shit i'm not surprised but that's i'm not letting that slide either because niggas y'all out here doing fucking crawling around fucking floors camping around like fucking call of duty dweebs and not fucking working on the game living call of duty instead of fucking playing it and fixing the fucking game so i'm not surprised by none of this shit it's just really unfortunate i feel bad for any women in the company because they try to like women in the industry just really trying to get out here and do their thing they just want to make fucking games and go home but they got to deal with this type of shit. So Activision, you full of shit. 
plain and simple. And that's me. And this is me just trying to not go off too bad. But you covered a fucking suicide. That's not fucking cool. You covered a suicide. And then had the nerve to try to say, how dare you mention the suicide in the investigation? And then not take ownership of it. Fuck y'all niggas. Fuck y'all. Yeah, That's all I want to say. Uh, real quick. <coughs> I let Kev go and finish it off. But uh, two things. One. Not to make light of it. Just to get a laugh. Some nigga brought a sex toy on one of their trips. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck do you do that for? What are you doing? <laughs> like, there's two things. Like You either brought a dildo or a pocket pussy. No, they, said, the- no, they said he brought a butt plug. Why would you bring a butt plug? Why would you a butt plug? And so he brought a butt plug on a trip. Uh, and I'll leave that to say this. This is what happened. You know, we just talked about early when people don't know this. This is when them type of niggas get into the industry in which yep. they have control. Like, frat boy shit shouldn't even be the name of it. Because, yes, it's frat boy shit misogynistic, of course. It's frat boy shit, you know, you know, privilege. Yeah. But this shit is a different stage of it in gaming culture. And and this is like pure Omega incels. Like yeah. the top of the line, top shelf. And no social skills. Incels. None of that. Like to like e- even frat boy culture, most of the time them niggas drunk. And I know they said that they encourage drinking and shit, um, indoor office hours and stuff like that, which is you asking for it at that point. Huge but, issues. Uh-oh. That's like telling me at Amazon, yeah, go ahead and uh, sip a little bit uh, before you drop off these packages. All right. Well, be- Bezos going to be on your ass. Your Bezos going to pop up high as hell. Shit. On Dan Ryan a fucking, fucking origami goddamn fold. Like, <laughs> you take a little sip. Yeah. But look, um, so uh, what I about to say? So, yeah, all in all, just like this is what happens, man. These people are like... He's not like real people, man. They they use it for size. They got a, a like like this is why like you know a certain situations like I just wish like 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 if you a weirdo you have your own weirdo space. You know what I mean? Like like it's so sad that a lot of weirdo niggas got gifts. Like I think it's a gift to be able to develop a video game, bro. Like yeah, it was a gift to be able to to draw and but a lot of them, a lot of them niggas weird man yeah. and you 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 take that weirdness you didn't talk to nobody in school you didn't have five nobody nobody picked you in gym class you ain't getting no hoes that's probably the, the worst part because you probably always wanted some hoes you ain't get them and this that happens to a lot of motherfuckers man it took me a while to even get the confidence to talk to a bit like let alone I, I hate to see what the fuck you went through. So like it, it's a sad, <laughs> sad, 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 sad situation. Yeah. Um, and it's it's stupid. You know, I like to make light of things, and this this is a very hard thing to make light of. Somebody fucking killed themselves. So like it, it it's really, 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 really sad. Uh, R.I.P. to uh, the lady. Um, I hope her family is good. Just to know that a bunch of incels made her daughter take her life well fuck i will be an act of you know what in that situation bro like oh yeah forbid, i'm going to jail god forbid a bunch, of, a bunch of niggas who probably like literally piss on their balls come and make my daughter come home and cry yeah 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 bump i'm going, to, I'm, I'm yeah, going what to jail. the hell is that big ass light behind you oh that's your light yeah bro, 
That bro, I thought Navy Pier blew up, G. Look, look, I thought Navy Pier. <laughs> I thought Navy Pier. Bro, Pierre. I'm sorry. We were here. The explosion so crisp from Cam's side. Bro, look, I thought they got it back in blood, bro. I thought they got it back in blood. Bro. Hey, Chris, what time is that? Mark that time. Yep, I'm definitely getting that one. That That's Mark something that I have time. to get, G. I'm sorry, G. Mark that time, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting that hey, one, Do me a favor, man. Make a compilation of all the times you had to that's tough to do. <laughs> Cause gee, that includes a lot of just sitting down watching. Oh yeah. man, but I'm done, but I really thought I really thought they get it back in blood. <laughs> I'm like, no All right, y'all, I see y'all. Like G, like there's a difference. Like there's no way that we wouldn't hear that, G. Like you No, usually you see the light before the explosion because it's so big. Like you don't hear a, you see a light first and then you hear a big ass boom. So I was warning Cam that they get in the back. Oh, there's nothing I could have done if that if, if that was <laughs> at the that case, point. Dog. The most Cam can do is dive away from the window. That's the, the most, most he can do. The most I can do is die because that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Hey, you about to die? Thanks, bro. I see you. <laughs> that's that, that'll uh, be traumatizing. Very traumatizing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, to switch gears, um, the thing that sucks about this is that, especially when it comes to video game uh, workplace cultures, is that this is absolutely nothing new. Um, it's common. To, it's too common. This this is this happened to Riot Games a few years back. There was Ubisoft recently. Um, there was a strike at Riot Games in which they wanted like better, better, uh, better treatment for contractors, more specifically. But for employees all all around, um, Riot Games didn't take that seriously. Um, there was the incident with um, what was the uh, what was the studio that did uh, Anthem, Bioware. Yeah, there was something to do with uh, Bioware when all that stuff came out. Cyberpunk uh, with their uh, workplace culture. There was another thing that came out with um, what's uh, said that. Gearbox, where um, there there was something with Gearbox where like employees were going around. Randy specifically, the CEO of Gearbox, was going around uh, farting on people, like giving them wet willies and shit like that, invading their personal okay, privacy. A wet willy, yeah, we boxing. Now you come and fart on me, like you, yeah, you come and physically pass gas. On purpose in my vicinity, be like, oh, bro, hey, bro, I'm locked up. They won't let me out. <laughs> yeah, they won't let me out. I'm locked up. It's uh, it's like this. The whole um toxic workplace and video game uh companies is a very real and uh reoccurring issue. Um, and it really, really sucks to hear that. But it's also in the same token. And I saw a lot of people doing this, and I, I, I it, this further and aggravates me to no end, is when niggas defend this shit, and I'm talking about you, incel gamers. Um, please do yourself a favor and separate the game from the company. Yes, 
I know Activision made Call of Duty, and Call of Duty is your favorite game on fucking earth, and you love playing it with your homies, whatever. But just because Activision made Call of Duty does not mean that they shit don't stink. I absolutely hate when stories come out like this and gamers flock to defend the companies because they made their favorite game. Stop doing that goofy fucking shit. I love Persona 4. Persona 4 Golden is in my top three, not only JRPGs of all time, but my top three video games of all time. I have sunk hours into that game. But that does not mean that I'm going to defend everything that Sega or Atlas does because they made my favorite video game series. Because it's not that deep. It's a fucking video game that I happen to enjoy, but it does not make me a blind, loyal fanboy to these niggas. Realize that there are people behind the games that you play and realize that those people are being mistreated, specifically when we talk about women in gaming and how it is. I mean, this is, again, not a new issue. We continuously talk about treatment of fair treatment, equal treatment of women in the workforce, women when it comes to video games. I need y'all in sales to realize that yes, women have boobies. Yes, women have vaginas, but they are human beings above all else, not your object for sexual enjoyment. They are there to get a bag, they're there to perform their work, and they're there to go home. As someone who is in corporate America, so I am in an environment of that work office culture and realize I am not, when I say this, I'm not capping for Bank of America at all, because I would not do that. But the way that they treat their employees from what I've seen personally, the workplace culture that we have there is very good. I mean, it's to the point where like every three months or so we get trainings. We have we have required trainings of sexual harassment in the office, workplace street. Like we have required trainings on how to behave professionally and how to behave respectfully in a workplace culture, in the workplace office culture. And it seems to me that that's missing from a lot of these game companies. And a lot of people are kind of going like, well, why isn't that the case? Well, obviously it's not common sense there. If this keeps happening all the time, it's as a result of not accurate training. People aren't brought up. The workplace that th that's there, and it's not even due to like weirdos being video game weirdos being video game weirdos, it's due to the lack of soft skill training people mm -hmm. don't have that a lot of people don't have that experience when it comes to being in college and stuff like that like they don't unless you are pursuing from what i've seen when i was in college there aren't many courses that teach you specifically how to behave in a work office culture there's not a lot of that. It's more so if you're a video if you're a video game programmer, they're teaching you how to program video games and nothing else. They're not teaching mm -hmm. you 
communication, um, time management, things like that. They're not teaching you skills that would help build a good (laughs) workplace culture environment. They don't do that shit. And so you get a lot of stuff when it comes to video games, also factoring into systematic, you know, not to get too tinfoil hat, but systematic racism as far as like rich white men dominating across the board. Do yourself a favor and look at all of the major gaming companies and look at all the CEO. Are they all not rich white people, rich white men specifically? So you have to factor all that stuff in and you get these these type of toxic environments and it sucks to hear stories like this. But like I said before, when we were talking about um yes last week when we were talking about um the the manga situation the best thing that we could do here on the pod is continue to talk about this stuff as it comes out um continue to spread awareness because i need you niggas to realize i love playing video games but i also want to i also want to have satisfaction in knowing that the people who made these games are proud to have been making these games and if they are in a place that discourages them, discourages growth, stresses them out, and all this other stuff, it just goes like, damn, like, it, it sucks. And another token to say for my niggas who play Activision games, if you're kind of thinking to yourself, okay, I have all this stuff, this news story came out, should I keep supporting Activision? I will say this. There's no problem with continuing the next the next when the next Call of Duty comes out. There's absolutely no problem that we have all this new information about what the studio or what the company is doing. There's no problem for you to still spend money and play and enjoy the game. But what you need to do is realize that there are real issues attached to this company that they need to be held accountable for. And so I say all this to say that I I mean, you got the state of California, the whole state suing you. So obviously you done fucked up something big. And I'm hoping that as more of this investigation continues on, the Activision is held fully accountable for the grotesque shit that they have done um, in their workplace culture. And hopefully this is a good wake up call for them that there needs to be a dramatic shift, a dramatic change in how they conduct their business. Yeah. Yep. Because the situation itself is just sad. Because this is a premier. It's like a premier. This is, Activision is one of the premier faces of gaming, regardless how you look at it. Like how we, how people may crit, be critical of Call of Duty, and other titles that they have. Your regards to premiere, and they do big for numbers some, every fucking year. Exactly, and. For shit like this, for one, it's a bad like it's a bad look on gaming, it's a bad look on gamers and the culture in itself, and it's just sad. So, and we've like I said, Activision's been shitty, Ubisoft shitty. I, I wouldn't be shocked this happens in EA too, everywhere. No, it, just, it happens in EA. Yeah, it, so every damn near major AAA gaming company yeah, has. And it's sad. Like it's just freaking sad, and altogether, treat women fucking better, and be better people as a whole. Like this, that's what it all falls up to, and unfortunately, we just see, we just, we we're just still dealing with that bullshit in twenty twenty one. But 
Um, let's go ahead. We'll wrap this up because honestly, we clown Activision and then we yeah. clown everybody. So that, like, the Activision, really the fifty nine year old incel. Yeah, we 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 got the clowns. Like, like so, fuck them, man. Yeah, so fuck them. But we appreciate you guys for listening. As always, you know, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's, the one and only, excuse me, one and only Black Otaku's. Cop the merch, tweakingmedia.net. and make sure you. Yep, Cam got the uh, T-shirt on right now. And if you are watching, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, you uh, Tweaking Media. And if you're listening, just rock with just the pod in itself. Make sure you comment, like it, share it. Above all, share and subscribe. G. It's all greatly appreciated. But thanks for listening and peace. Johnny. All right.